Oh shit. Oh man. Last year trying to warn them. This year I destroyed them. Fish talk of the city. Now I'm the one they annoyed with. Instead of spilling emotions, it's Hennessy in the morning. The cheap suits in the afternoon with more Henny points. CSP, you bitch. AB302. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. We in the building. Make it make sense. Yo, Cobra Kai is in the building. Cobretti! Bow to your sensei. Get this shit out the way real quick. Hey, Nito. The Lito's in the building. Gooch, God, Lito. Whoa, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, what's happening? Ladies. Ladies. And of course, we got the, uh, the redesigned. Mm. We got the, uh, the, is he the, back? The man of new resolution. The new man. <laughs> Can't you <laughs> dig it? Can you suckers. dig it, suckers? We got Booker the T ultimate. version Nemo. Nemo T the Booker. Mm. He's in the building. Big book Nemo. Big book. Whoa. Oh, slim book. <laughs> slim book. Hey, okay. He's a quick read at this point. <laughs> Magazine Nemo. Yo, Sir Nemo Topless, yo. <laughs> oh, Nipples Nemo. Damn, that's crazy. The Nip. Come on, man. That's crazy, man. Hey. It's good glad, to have him back. Yeah, glad he's back, man. You know, he, he graced us with his... I told him earlier, I'm, I'm glad you graced us with your presence. Yeah, thanks for coming, bro. Yeah, man. You, you know, know, to something that you're that. a part of normally. Yeah. We you understand know? we in shit, you know, we get it. Nigga got a haircut, started taking pictures without shirts, yeah. and just bounced on us. <laughs> Yo, whoa, pause. Damn it, man. That was crazy. Yo, hey. At this point, you're a Marion. Damn. I'm Boog, you're Fizz. He left the group. I don't... I don't want to be called Fizz. You're Fizz, bro. Fizz. You're nah, for sure Fizz. Just, that just takes me back to like old Hodgson's when he goes, you remember when the mushroom tip started to fizz? <laughs> I didn't like that. I don't want to be called that, yo. Wow. I wasn't thinking about That goes back to what I was just saying. <laughs> I said little Fizz, and he thought about little Fizz's dick. Yo, whoa, Pause, whoa, nigga. that did not happen. I like how you take it somewhere else. Okay. We need to clean it up, That's not what I thought. Too much dick cheese. Come on, man. Yo, oh, that's wild. <laughs> Let's not talk about the cheese. So, <laughs> so uh, we, we, we well, there was a discussion happening previously, pre, on pre CSP. record, <laughs> <laughs> previously on CSP. Okay, as we were so, breaking so, it down. Yeah, it's like the passport boy. I don't, I don't, I, I don't associate with with niggas that are afraid of strong women. Like, if, if somebody being liberated mm -hmm. takes something away from you, it's a problem. Somebody's got to be short for you to be tall. It's sure. a fucking problem. Yeah. Now you got now, of course, dynamics within relationships, things have got to be tweaked. Of course. For sure. But like I said, the the type of woman that that I like to be with is like, look, we gotta be on the same kill. If I'm the guy that's I'm always growing, bro, I need you to grow with me or to understand me a little bit, but I would prefer that you grow with me. Mm -hmm. Don't just when we get a certain age, dog, I want a woman with an opinion, of with course. ideas, yeah, with vision. You know what I'm saying? With some creativity, do you are you thinking about spiritually? Where you at? Sure. Are you thinking? Do you have a worldview? Do you have any women heroes or desire to even be outgoing? Period. Do you even care about any of that? Because if you don't care about it, it's like, mm -hmm. what are you doing with your life? Are you just gonna just like watch murder mysteries this whole time and raise our kid? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta have like, especially you know, as they get into motherhoods, what tends to happen is they lose sometimes their identity as a person in motherhood. Sure. Yeah, and that and and that's a sad effect. So it's like 
you got to get back to who you were and the things that you want, things that you want to do, or pay attention to stuff outside of just a house. The and world is bigger than a house. How are we going to teach our kids? And the relationship, you can't forget about that. Is as selfish as it sounds, sometimes you'd be looking at them like, as you're handling the house business, mm-hmm. I get it and I understand. How many times do you think about me? Yeah. In a week. Now, if, if you, th- if, these, if, are, these are also some of the stuff you're saying is like important conversation. To and have. that applies to men. Pre-relationship, pre-marriage. It don't really, no. But it long, we're talking about, we're talking about long-term oh, relationships. Yeah, yeah. If you, a guy, if you guys are like trying to do something with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying, trying to, to advance in life together, whether you be in a marriage or not in a... If you have decided, I'm trying to do something with this person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then it's going... It can't be just a normal rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to actually be thinking the shit, envisioning shit, making fucking plans. And she got to be up with you. And just like if it's the female that's the most creative and into stuff, he got to be up with you. Yeah. You're not thinking about a world bigger than you. I understand we got to think about a fan, but there's something bigger than us. Yeah. And if you just don't care, I don't fuck with that. You you want more brought to the table than what the average is going to bring. No, you. it ain't about the table. It's about the person. Yeah, but they got to bring something. They can't just bring I, nothing. I think, in, I think in a normal situation, you wouldn't be trying to do something with a person exclusively if they haven't brought something that you want. Of course. So we're taking it from that point on. I've chose you mm-hmm. whatever we're doing whether we do marriage if we're against marriage but i just want to be exclusive with you yeah i want to do something with this person i want a future with this person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's that's what i'm talking about when you say they have to bring something you mean material no not materialistically uh when i say bring something to the table it's like kind of some of the things you're mentioning uh in regards to uh you know, like whether it's goals, whether like, you know, things that we can do together because you are building together, mm-hmm. right? You're going to do this whole life journey together. So if you're not bringing none of that or like what we mentioned earlier, where you come into this, I tell you kind of where, you know, where my mind is at. Yeah. And then you just automatically start adjusting your life to what I do. It's like, no, we we still need to do what, what you want to do, too. Yeah. You know, I'm not telling you to yes. transform your life and stop everything you're doing just to do what I'm doing. And if we're going to so do that. I'm going to need you to have, like, thought that out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's not just go on the fly with that stuff. And more importantly, if we decide, yeah, we, I want to build a future, okay. All of this shit is just an investment in each other. Of course. I'm investing in you, you're investing in me, and then we have kids. Okay. You're the mom. And I'm, you know, I'm definitely the dad. I'm going to be teaching my kids and disciplining my kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're the first teacher. So... The pedigree of that teacher matters to me at this point. It has to. So I don't want nobody that's just not thinking about nothing. Mm-hmm. What you going to teach my kids? But that's one of the if biggest, you don't care about nothing. That's one of the biggest problems. Like, today, yeah, is uh, I mean, I get it. Like some people, you know, everybody's living a different life. Right. So some people are involved in business or they're involved in something that occupies a lot of their time. But. Are we putting ourselves in position still to make time for each other mm-hmm. or to, you know, make time for the things that we've always talked about doing, the goals we need to accomplish? Are these things still happening or are they fading out? You know, are are, are we living your life and not our life? You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, here here's some detail, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times what happens is you're going to wind up running into a situation in which you're not prepared for. Yeah. And then it's going to be a problem. For example... Okay, and I'm just speaking from my perspective, right? Sure. 
I call myself the toxic sensei because not all of my views are caught up with society or will ever catch up with society. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Some things that I know I need to grow on and some things is like, no, I'm sticking to my guns on this, whether it be old school or not. So let's say I got two sons. We're all watching TV together. And we're watching TV and then there's a kiss scene between two men. Sure. I turn to something else. Mm -hmm. Now, at that point, she may be like, what's up with that? Because she may have different views on that. But we never discussed it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now there's a clash. Now we're clashing about this thing in front of our kids and stuff. It causes way more problem because we never spoke about where we are all on on that issue. Yeah. And that, that, even even though even though okay, maybe we'll discuss where we are on that issue. Sure. If I feel this way and she feels this way. Mm-hmm. But we never discussed what that meant to our kids either. Yeah, because for the kids, it's different, you know, you're exposing them to certain things that maybe it's not that time yet. You may have a more you know? liberal mom. Yeah. And a more conservative dad on those issues. And now we're clashing because we never talked about that situation. Sure. We were just going to let it, but society ain't going to let it. Society evolves. Mm-hmm. And we never did our job. We just thought we could just go through life and just chill. Yeah. Like, nah, you got to evolve. You got to be working on yourself. But are those also the parent, like, of course, obviously not all parents, but like, for example, in your mindset, mm-hmm. you're also paying attention to the view of your children. So it's not just you, but you're looking through the views of somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Through somebody else's eyes. So. And what the, if I'm wrong? My wife could be the one that teaches me, hey, we're not going to have kids with no open mind or, or to build hatred in that. You could teach me. And, and, but there, there could be a problem there. Yeah. A problem can lie there because now, like a, this is where I was saying about a lot of people watch too much internet shit. They pay mm-hmm. attention to too much. And these opinions of internet people they, and personalities and, and that's where matter I'm at. too much, right? That's, yeah. So when you got a world on TikTok or some shit yep. and they're telling you like, yo, let your kids be free. Yep. And, and, and I'm, and and I'm going, I shit. don't have to live by that. Exactly. But this is where you got to go back and like evaluate and be like, dude, how was I raised? Or like, how did I come up? And what do I really feel is right? Because if yeah. I'm watching this shit, should I that feel, be changed? Like you're not challenging yourself. Yeah, like if my kid is four years old and we happen to be watching TV, and I just didn't know that something you know sexual was going to be on, you know, was going to pop up on the screen. Mm-hmm. If I get that instant feeling, like I should probably like switch it up yeah. or be like, "Hey, yo, turn away real quick. Let this, you know, let this scene pass." Obviously, that's me sticking to my gut and feeling like this is the right thing to do. Yeah, because you know that you. It's got to be a little bit of common sense to know what's the appropriate age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to sexualize the child the question, at age three or four years old. It doesn't make any sense. The question could come up. Did you only turn that because it was two men? Yeah. If it was a man and a woman, would you would turn that off? Yeah. Yes. And then I might be like, nah, I probably wouldn't have turned it off. And then I know I have a problem. If you're not but discussing see, you, this you, shit, you if you're not growing. But you, had, you self-realized right there. You had you, for sure. You had a little mini but conversation see, with yourself. See, that's what I'm saying. But for that's me, that's where I'm at, and that's what I'm used to doing. I yes. need somebody else with me that does that themselves. Yeah, of course. I don't want just a regular person that's just going through something, and then we run into that. We both need to be doing that shit, mm-hmm. or else what are we doing? But see what what I was also getting at is that some people are also separating the idea like, oh, if it's two men or two women in the act, mm-hmm. that that's the only time they're switching it. Mm-hmm. But in some situations. They're not switching it if it's just a casual woman and man doing their thing, right? For me, when I say that's why I said uh, 
the whole idea of sexualizing because I'm like, it doesn't matter who it is, who's involved in there. I'm like, there's going to be an appropriate time. You know what I'm saying? I know my kid eventually, as he gets older, is going to be exposed to right. shit on his own. He's going to come across shit. He goes to school. What did kids talk about school? We was all there. Right. We knew and, shit and, was getting wild. And for point of reference, that's not even what we're talking about. At all. We are talking about your partner growing with you and 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 the type of partner that we want is not just a normal rigmarole. Like, we need you to be actually thinking of stuff, developing opinions. This conversation just happens to be potent within that area because this is a very yeah, yeah. this is an example that I actually went through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what makes it important. Um yeah, that that that's an issue that I'm running into once I realize, nah, I probably want to turn the TV off any other way. You know that's how my mom was. No, that's how that's how my there's a reason why there's a rating. Sure. That's that's how my parents but see that's when that's when I notice I got I may have some issue. No matter how liberal minded I think I may be I might have an issue there. But see, if you talk about the rating, the rating is becoming irrelevant now. Yes. Because now... It's, it's irrelevant, yeah. It's thing, things that used to be like, all right, we're going to shield this, you know, mm-hmm. even when even when television was doing it for you, YouTube was doing it for you, they're not doing that anymore. They're incorporating a lot of these things in there. But as a good example that, that you mentioned, yeah. like, for example, music. Mm-hmm. There was times where, like... Oh, I'm for yeah, sure. I was, I was, I was listening yeah. to some hardcore hip-hop back I'm then, for sure, right? yeah. My kid was smaller, but he could still comprehend the words and shit. But when when shit was getting a little crazy, I'm like, I'm gonna put a different type of music on while he's around. Yeah. You know, that's just that before was, before I, I was doing it before I noticed. Like when when my kids were in the womb, first of all, it was always important to me that, hey, put these headphones on every night. And I would tell my wife uh a different she had a different playlist every night. Sure. Right before I went to work, she'd be like, What's the word? I'd be like, uh, Bob Marley tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, John Coltrane tonight. Just something different to see if I can get a reaction to get them conscious in the womb. Sure. What resulted was my first son is born. He's a music baby, like a motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to school or I'm I'm writing and stuff. I thought he would be afraid of all my rooms in my house that are my rooms, pitch black, from ceiling and everything. Yeah. They love it in there. As soon as I put on mute, like he could be going off. As soon as you turn on music, everything stops and he looks. It completely changes his behavior. Calms him down. And I never really realized I never played hip-hop. Nothing. Yeah. It was nothing hip-hop. Yeah. All old school, his favorite fucking, his favorite artist was like Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. Same as my younger one. It's no rap. And see, and it, I didn't even notice I was doing it. And that's, and that's what I've been doing with my children all this time was I want to make sure that there, there's a time and place to, you know, in an age where you're going to expose yes. your children or when they're going to get exposed to, like, right. you know, the crazy language that comes in hip-hop, you know, uh, whatever, right? And so I've always kind of shielded him away. So my oldest, there's been moments where, like, he's so used to listening to, like, the old-school music, like, old 70s, 80s music, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, even some of the, like, the the new-age pop that's, like, you know, when we used to play a lot of, like, the hot Bruno Mars records and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, all that stuff they, the kids gravitate to. And then I switch it to hip hop, and there's not much interest. But sometimes when like you know, I I ain't gonna lie, I forget. Well, I until, forget, and I'm letting my shit rock, right? And I'm playing, I'm letting it, you know, I'm letting it play. Whether it's the new West Side Gun, whether it's new whatever that I'm you know tuning in for because it just came out that Thursday, so I'm listening to it. And when it starts getting a little crazy with the language, my son would be like, "Hey man, like you know, we jam something else." Mm. That's, that's good. And I'm all like, 
shit. Oh, I you know I was I was in my own zone. Didn't realize my kid who has an understanding. He's like he knew other people was around. People maybe not feeling this. A lot of people in the room don't listen to hip hop, and I'm over here just zoned out in my own world. And he understands, yo, this this content is a little flagrant. Just letting you know, we That's here. That's crazy, yeah. We here. And and I'm like shit, man. Like you know, made me like open up my eyes a little bit. See, that's that's what that's what I was, even on the subject, even on the on the uh, gay subject, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like there's no avoiding that. But I want you to make that decision down the road. Mm-hmm. The music thing, I want you to make that decision down the road. Down the road, because I already know. I don't care how much old school I play. Mm-hmm. Them Eventually, ju- them junior high years are coming. Yeah, and that music is going to switch, just like the hairstyles are going to switch, and mm-hmm. same thing the, the as high school. Everything's going to change when he gets there because then you want to be part of the group and stuff like that. My job is to try to make you independent as possible, mm-hmm. but I want those to be decisions that you make later on down the road. Of course. So it's not that I'm trying to be ignorant or anything like that. It's just that I want you to make that decision and, down the road because it's unavoidable. And you know, you should never think that it's an ignorant mindset or any of that. Because, no, I'm just human. Because, I'm just human. No, but at the end of the day, like, I think a lot of the reasons that some of us question ourselves, think, you know, things of this sort is because it is what we see. Mm-hmm. It is what, you know, conversations we have with other people. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people are getting their information from social media, being influenced by social media, and then we have conversations with them. And then now they're trying to put a, you know, a certain kind of perspective in our mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, like, let me do what I'm doing. I, I, I've been relying, with, you know, on my parenting right. from watching other people parent. My own parents, you know, my grandparents, you know, the storytelling, all that shit. Like, I like to incorporate a lot of that into my own parenting. Right. And, you know, it's like, for example, like something simple is when your kid gets sick, you know, some parents run to the the doctor day one Mm -hmm. without attempting to do anything. Me, I'm like, no, I got a three-day rule. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And once I've exceeded all the things that I think I could do to, you know, stabilize my child... Now I'm going to resort to right. plan B. You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you you either learn what to do or what not to do. See, my childhood was completely different. My dad didn't show me from nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm seven, eight years old. I'm listening to N.W.A. I'm listening to Lynch Mob. I'm listening to Ice Cube. I'm yeah. listening to all of that. Mm-hmm. But because of my parents, I know what not to say and how what not to act. I never tried to be that. It just was yeah. black culture. At the same time, I'm also listening to X-Clan. Public Enemy, Native Tongues, De La Soul. Mm-hmm. You're getting a well-balanced meal. Yeah. So I understand the extravagant gangster shit, but I also have the militant, conscious black shit at the same time. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't shield me from any of that. Yeah. And clearly it built the kind of person I am today, but it's still con- conscious-minded. So either way you go, you know what I'm saying? And every child is different, though, because some For sure. t- take what they hear, they take the hip-hop they hear, and they want to turn into that, you know? Yeah, just and, like, that, and that's normal. That's yeah, normal. Because I did that as, you know, you did that once you yeah. get to middle school and high school, everything changes because parents ha- don't matter no more. And it happens. But that's where, like, in my personal preference, how I do things, let me do the best I can while they're young, and then they will decide eventually what they're going to do because they're going to be exposed to new things. And hopefully... My guidance will take them in a pathway where they're not going to make the worst decisions or, you know, something crazy. I mean, you know, you only got three phases. And that's training. Mm-hmm. That's birth to toddler years. Then you get about five or six. Now you're in discipline. 
mm-hmm. from from like six to ten. That's discipline. Sure. And then from about eleven, twelve on is guidance. All you that's can all, do is you can don't do. go that way. Don't go that way. Te- uh, teenagers' job is to fuck up. That's what they do. Hopefully, I've done as much as I can to keep you from the major fuck ups. Yeah. Because once you get about 16, 17, I'm going to tell you some stuff and you may be trying to test me. I got two sons. I know what's coming. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather there be at least the minimal type of mistakes opposed to major fuck-ups. Sure. You know, the last thing, you know, of course, nobody wants to see their kid do something crazy. Hey, man. Where they go to jail. That's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you never want to see that for your own children. Yeah. Even though we know that's possible. But can my guidance and the training part and everything that we've done up until this point... Did that help avoid or yeah. at least help you make a decision yeah. whenever I'm not around? You know, so it, it, it's it's a lot. And going back to the parenting thing, like, you know, two parents trying to, like, go ahead and basically be on the same page. Mm-hmm. It's a team effort. You got you to be on the same page or you don't win. It's a partnership, man. Yeah. It's a partnership. So, yeah, I, I, I think that you're only as good as the weak link. Mm-hmm. And if... I just wanted a chick to be submissive and do my bidding. Yeah. The wink link is the teacher of my children. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with that. I didn't. Gr- I grew up surrounded by nothing but strong-willed black women. Mm-hmm. I can't take no no weak woman, bro. So I don't. You, I don't you, understand it. The great thing about you, strong being, women got shit done. But the great thing about you being raised around that type of circle. Mm-hmm. Of a lot of strong, powerful women, mm-hmm. is that this is how you develop this mindset. Yep. I was in this, this is you, you you developed a standard on what you expect out of a woman. And and it's not a bad standard. It, it don't really sound like even a bad at standard 21, I'd be talking to my homeboys and be like, man, I can't fuck with Keisha. Why? Keisha, she just got a mouth. Oh, she be talking shit? Nah, she just got a lot of opinions. Oh. So what's the problem? Like, what is the <laughs> True. I mean that that that'll, that'll, that'll be there. That'll that'll be there. Anything that they feel, somebody coming back at you is domineering and got a bad attitude. Now nah, you could actually masculine. be wrong. You're too masculine. You talk too much. You could just be yeah. You could just be like fucking wrong, bro. I grew up and I, the most successful I saw, the most successful shit I saw was got my back when I'm right, kick my ass when I'm wrong, kiss my forehead when I'm taking care of business. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nobody pushing you. Who pushing you? But these people, there's you got of, something submissive and nobody's pushing you. Yeah. You better be self motivated than a motherfucker. <laughs> but there's a lot of people stuck in that, in that mindset of, uh, you know, either they don't want to be told nothing, they don't like to be criticized. There's a there's a lot of things they don't like, they you know if you even if you do like a you know for a sure productive uh, civil you know criticism of your partner and they take it as like attack, disrespect, you know, a judgment. It's like, bro, what are, what are we doing? Like, can you not be told anything? <laughs> if you can't, if you can't get your feelings hurt and function, that's crazy. Don't get in a relationship. I know niggas that cannot get their feelings hurt. The first time a a, a woman says something that hurts, mm-hmm. fuck that bitch. Yeah. Like, nah, she just that's no, so crazy, not, bro. I don't, I, you know, I had to, I I had an issue when me and my wife first started dating. The way she was coming at me one time it was like, hey. Stop talking to me like I'm not somebody you love. Mm. That was an issue. I'm not a regular person. We're in a relationship. 
Stop talking to me like I'm like I'm a regular nigga on the street. Yeah. But other than that, Keep up in the I'm not with a person that is like as soon as we get in an argument, she goes for the throat. Yeah. I've like the thing that I the thing that I love her about her the most is I'm watching her. Yeah, yeah. We rarely get into it. I think in about 15, we've only had like three arguments. Major Oops. arguments. Okay. That's good. Because I when we get it, yeah, when we get into disputes, I watch her pull her punches. <laughs> Shit that she wanted to say, and I watch her get ready to say. She holds back. She just hold it back. And yeah. I'm watching her hold it back. And it's sort of like, hey man, I hold back. You can say what you say because I'm built for that. Yeah. I can take criticism. And and out of all of this, she's only said one thing that like fucking. <laughs> fucking destroyed me for like four years. It four took me years? four <laughs> like four years to get over this shit. What was that? I think you said this before too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember you. Because that. um, <laughs> we had uh, we broke up. We broke up three years. We we were we were going out for three years, mm-hmm. and then we broke up. My fault. I fucked yeah. up. And um, we got back together, and we were talking about some deep stuff. Uh, uh, you know, having a real coming to Jesus thing about our about sure. our relationship, and she she was like, uh, "You were the you were the best choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were the best choice because I knew that you were always going to do what you're supposed to do and responsible, and you were going to take care of me. You were the best choice. You weren't my first choice, and that shit was like, <laughs> it, it, it didn't sit well with you, boy. That shit hurt like a that shit hurt for four years." But it's crazy because, because that's, I, that's a that's a honest, realistic answer. This I night. ain't never run it's, into that in my life. I always thought I was that nigga. Nobody's ever told me something like that. Most men would have internalized that and got petty. As Look, I never got petty, but I internalized that shit. No, that Mo, shit hurt. But Nemo's right. Most guys would have taken that a whole nother way, right? That would have fucked him up. Nah, I don't do petty. It's not in my nature, but I was not, hurt. No, but we ain't talking about you. I did internalize. No, no lie. No, I did internalize that shit. No, but we ain't talking about you. We saying most the most men, men would right. react in a whole nother way. Yeah. Either it'd be some violence, some crazy talk, you know, it's, something would happen. But those are, the, those are the, the types of criticisms that we as men should be receiving when we are fucking up, you know? Yeah. Or not to mention like, that woman probably wasn't our first choice either. You know what? You know what? Um. You know what it taught me. After four years of going through my wills, by the time I got to the fourth will, mm-hmm. I was like, "Why is that a bad thing?" Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She not. literally told me, "I'm the best." Like, I'm the best, but <laughs> I didn't accept that. Like you didn't, I heard you, didn't you like, weren't the first choice. You didn't choice, like the other options. What, yes. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that I wasn't the first choice. Because to me, the first choice would be the best. I didn't even hear her yeah. when she said you were the best. You didn't. I you, was too hurt in my goddamn feelings. It took me four years to go, wait a minute. That that whole that whole statement turned into one of those reality shows where they picked the, the man at the end. <laughs> That's what happened. And you felt that way. <laughs> that nigga got a rose. I got the record. <laughs> that's what happened to you, man. Oh, that's what it boiled down to. Dog, but that's that's some real shit. It took me four. But the difference between me and most men is for four years I was doing this. I was going over it. Yeah, it hurt me for four years, but I was 
trying to yeah. make it long, right. Four years a long time. It's a long time, but by by the time I got to end, it just was like, why is that a bad thing? I I was in my feelings and I missed what she but was the, actually the saying. The fact that you didn't get petty with her, you didn't do like shit. Well, I'm gonna show you I'm nah. the best. Yeah, yeah. That's but you said it. You said this once before. We need to stop saying brutally honest because lies hurt worse. So if she wouldn't have told you, yeah. That, you yeah. wouldn't have been able to build up on a level. Yeah, that's fair. If I if I would have if I would have quit then, and at the end of the day, nothing she could have said was worse than what I did. Yeah. We had that come to Jesus meeting because we came back together after we had broke up, and I was the one who broke us up. Yeah, yeah. Ferris, but you got to be the uh, the type of man that could just you gotta sit and deal with that. And digest it, and see what you see what you come out of it. You know, I don't quit one, just because that shit hurt. One, one one important thing here, I think too, that just what I picked up over the years too is uh, the fact that how you found out that like you were the best option out of maybe a few other options, right? One and, and people. <laughs> Hey, well, there's one or or three. But you know what? It's I still, wrote, I wrote still... a poem just be like, "Thank you for fucking up, my nigga." Yeah, thank you, but. Putting that aside, it's just that you you also you gotta realize that like a woman is doing the same thing that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking around, they're in search. Eventually they do want to find and make sure they pick that right person that they're gonna sit, you know, settle down with, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that like so I guess a man, and what I'm saying, a man or a woman should never feel like you were the only option. I put had you- that mindset already, yeah, because this person is searching just like you're searching. But she wasn't doing that before. I put, I put her in a position to choose. When we broke up, options came. Yeah, because you put you kind of put her back out there. There would be no options if I wouldn't have... To the streets. So you, you, got to, you got to accept that. But these are things that happen to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, a lot of people break up constantly. Mm-hmm. Some people, that's a regular thing for them is the, you know, the constant break up here, break up there. We make up and then, you know, that's, that's how some of these people function damn near. They need that little drama and that little craziness to, and to get their relationship going. I knew, you know, as, as much as it hurt, and this goes back to the original point mm-hmm. of how you choose your partner. As much as that shit hurt, mm-hmm. I knew that I was dealing with somebody of value because she's the one who put us back together yeah. when I didn't know that that was like a thing. Yeah. I'm 28, 29. My thing is, my experience is, I fuck up, we break up, keep moving. That's how relationships work, right? It was like two, three days before after we broke up, she was like, nah, you're going to come to church, man. We're going to talk about this. Mm. I know I just broke this person's heart. She, and, was, and she we, wasn't done with you. Now she took you to the dojo. Now, not only that, yeah, she took me to the dojo. <laughs> I'm gonna have to dojo. take myself later on to the dojo. But not only that is okay. We came back and we talked about it, mm. and then we got some distance. Yeah. I was working up in New Braunfels. She was still down here in San Antonio, but we shared an apartment together, so we had to remain in contact. Oh, okay. So we still communicated with each other, and that allowed things to grow back. Mm-hmm. But it's because of who she was. As a person, she didn't let it go. And then when we got back around each other and I started coming back to the apartment and stuff, I remember she looked me in the face and was like, hey, man, I forgave you. You're going to have to forgive yourself. And that shit was like. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Nobody ever told me that shit before. I remember I was ready to cry and shit. Because I, I couldn't look at it in the face. Yeah. Never never had the situation in my life, nigga. I always been, in yeah, my opinion, some different. that dude. But when I came back to the apartment, I could not look her in the face. And she noticed. And she grabbed my fucking shirt and was like, I forgave you. You want to forgive yourself. Mm. I ain't never run into anything like that in my life. That was something different. And then, that taught that, me at 29, this is how relationship works. Sometimes you can go through something devastating and actually get, it's like a broken bone. When that bone heals, it's going to be stronger. Yeah, it's kind of back at it. Get back so to what you were I, doing. That's education. So by the time you tell me I wasn't the first, I'm not just dealing with some bum on the street where I could just replace you. Yeah. Nah, you were, you're, you're the type that's teaching me that's shit. That, that's in the event that you're dealing with a quality person. Yes. And- a lot of people don't but ain't necessarily that what we're talking about. Yeah, but a lot of people don't necessarily select quality personnel and they doing kind of the same thing you're doing where they sticking around, sticking around. A lot of people also got to be able to defer on what is a quality person to be having your life and then who's not. Is you know it, what I'm saying? Yeah. Cuz you got to know there's also nothing wrong with letting go either. No. Yeah. That be the hardest process, but you know, being conscious that you have something uh, special is also you, you I think it, it should it shouldn't be that hard if the person is not of quality. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta write everything down and see like what what is happening here that we're either dysfunctional or that we keep hitting this dead end and maybe are we the sometimes it's a timing thing. Maybe sometimes you'd be like you're meant to be together, just not right now. That, that could be possible. That shit sucks. That shit is- because you don't understand it when you're in it. It's not even that I don't understand it. It's just, you already know the situation. I know. I hear that a lot. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know about all that. That's well, of course you don't because you're in it. You're in a storm. You can't see shit in a storm. But some people do like, they either, uh, yeah, it could be a timing thing where now you passed up the time mm-hmm. and you missed your shot. You missed everything. Or you did it too early. You, yeah. And, and you sometimes you got to, gr- both got to grow past, like you got a weakness and she got a weakness. Mm-hmm. You can't let shit go when she's got a quick mouth. In three years, dealing in relationships, because relationships should be teaching you, mm-hmm. she's learned that my quick mouth has cost me some relationships. Yeah. And you learn, I just don't be letting shit go. Yeah. By the time y'all meet up together, you've already started working on those weaknesses. And now you can function, because this was the only wall that was separate. You knew you had something good, but you couldn't get past them two walls. The yeah. walls are crumbling now, yeah. and now you can meet in the middle. It works now, just not at 25. 25, yeah. it didn't work. 28, it works. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That could be a thing. That's not always a thing. Sometimes you couldn't be, you shouldn't be going back with the same that, old that's, person. That's if both people are able to do that. True. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, if somebody asks me, man, look, it's, very, it's really simple. You meet a woman who makes you a better person. Sure. Not your situation. Mm-hmm. Person in general. It doesn't matter the situation. Y'all could be... She can make a lot of money and put you in a better situation, but y'all don't function together. Mm-hmm. If she makes you a better person, if, if I, you know, when, when I met her, she already had bachelors and a master's and stuff like that. I, I was intimidated. Not intimidated. I was only... She already, in, she already I, had her, herself she was in getting, great positions. She, was, she had bachelors, masters, and was working two jobs. You felt like you and I just was sort of rolling with the punches. You just showing up. But we wanted to be... <laughs> that's, with, what, that's what happened. Yeah. You just showed up. Yeah. But we wanted to be together. Yeah. But one person is clearly thinking about their future, and one person is just rolling with the punches. Yeah. 
So I'm looking at her, and the difference between other people is like, I can't fuck with it. You know, I looked at her and was like, I got to get my shit together if I'm going to be. It never crossed my mind that I couldn't be. Mm. It only was, I got to get this, my shit together if I'm going to be. Yeah. Because yeah. I ain't bringing nothing to the fucking table as a man. And she is the table. I never asked her to be submissive or none of that shit. She, right? I just wanted to ramp myself she, up. She's currently head of the table is what's happening. You know what I'm saying? We weren't even together. I'm just looking as like, table. if we're going to have a future, I'm going to have to ramp myself up. Yeah. You want her chair? No. Kidding. A lot of niggas. I don't. And that's another type of dude I can't stand. The motherfuckers that like, I, I'm intimidated by a woman that makes more than me. Well, that's why do you have to make more than that person? That's that's a childish mindset, though. Well, I think I, that's child. I, I understand. Uh, no, you no, want to no, be no, the no, provider. No, oh, no, okay. No, I'll give you this perspective. A lot of women that are in a position to make money like that now, mm-hmm. they say shit like, "If you can't do what I already do for myself, I don't even. I don't even. No, I that, would never that even that associate with that, that type. I, that that happens sometimes, but it depends on what type of women you're talking to. Because then I see a lot of women who are very successful, even women I've dated who are super successful. But you know what? And their mindset is much different. Is that wrong, though? What's that? If, 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 if I'm saying the same shit, technically I'm saying the same shit, just not financial, mm-hmm. is that if I'm going to be with somebody, you can't just exist. I'm, I'm working... On myself, I'm thinking about shit. I expect you to be the same thing. If we turn that into money, as a man, I'm like, look, no, I'm not taking no skill. Off. Oh, you got to be ambitious and want to get out there and get money. Human. If I'm expecting the same yeah. thing that I'm, is that wrong? No, you're human. Like you're not a fucking animal. That's I think animal I think that guys look at females who talk like that as them talking down. No, they yeah, some do. Some of them are. Some of them are. But yeah. for the most part, no. Like I'm, I'm with Eddie. I met more women that make way more money than me. But that's usually the thing. Like, they get, hey, they have a higher college graduation rate and get better corporate jobs. Yeah, but it, I, I think it's a problem though. If you, if the person you're trying to deal with is doing the talking down, then you probably need to move from that. Yeah, exactly. You haven't got past. But, hold on. Yeah, how do you, how do you get in a relationship with somebody, dog? How do you get in a relationship with somebody that talks down to you? How did they make it past? Well, that's the the first month or two because these cats are caught up in the lust. That's why. That too. They go, they go for it, and then they're gonna be mistreated, spoken down on, yeah. and then they wondering why they're getting spoken down and why they always pissed off. And Craig Fax said it best. He called it trauma bonding. Like you get you, okay. you used to that, shit. and they get used to that. Yeah, yeah Is, and it that and that's that's one thing that I don't. You can't detest them for that because. That's how they walk through the door. Not only, that's how they walk through the door, and that's how you handed them the keys to your life. Understand the monster. That yeah, but the, yeah. Fa- the fact that everybody who walks in through the door, they also see the presentation first before they actually get the real deal. My nigga, yeah. about three months, a person can't hide who they are for long. Yeah, but some people get caught up. They get caught up, like I said, they're caught up in the list like, oh. You're, you're I, ignoring. Some, some, you're ignoring Sometimes shit. they think, this might be the best I can get. Yep. And if I lose this one, boom, I'll deal with the bullshit. Well, you deserve everything Rudy, you get Rudy then in that situation. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That I don't feel sorry for none of these cats. I've told many of these people to their face, yo, look, you, you on some dumb shit. Your girl ain't good for you or your man ain't good for you. And you sticking around. I was like, don't complain about your misery. Yeah. You want that shit. It's, you it's, could easily leave. The, the best analogy I heard is like holding on to a rope tied to a truck. Like it's just pulling off and you just holding the rope. 
Messing your hair. Yeah, but you can you can you can tweak you can tweak some shit. Like I told you, even I was like, "Hey, man, stop talking to me like I'm just a nigga on the street." But that's because she's receptive. Everybody's not. You're also dealing receptive. with a different type of. How could a person? Yeah, I, I, I get. You had you had to you you know you have a quality special individual. A lot of people who are dating. That's why you date so many people is because yeah. all those people weren't special for you. They weren't probably meant yeah, for you. Yeah, but you're not committing. We're talking about like, all right, well, then I think we need to specify. We're talking about even how early it is in a relationship. We're talking about a person that looks at a person and goes, you. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not, we're not talking about dating, none of that shit. Sure. Because you should be able to, like I said, some stuff is just unavoidable. It's just as easy as letting a nigga talk. Sooner or later, he'll or she'll tell you everything. Mm-hmm. And then you choose what I'm going to ignore. I'm going to choose what I ignore. They've already showed me. I'm just going to choose to ignore this because I want them. Yep. And that's on you. Or, or you think you can change them. And, yo, going into the mindset of trying to change somebody is ridiculous. <laughs> it's psychotic. It, it's crazy. It really, it, it, it really, it, I say it's, it's crazy now because you got so much information. And all the information points to the same thing. You mm-hmm. want to change something? Change you. Yep. Yeah. You'll attract what you want, or you'll get rid of other stuff. If I'm going to change the way I talk to you, you're going to change the way you talk to me. I and, changed. And I'm, and I'm going to just close out with this last thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say on this. is like when it comes down to like trying to find the right one, right? Select. Mm-hmm. My thing is I do agree trying to find yourself a strong woman. Somebody who maybe was already good independently, kind of like in your case, mm-hmm. already had degrees, already had a kind of a situation going on. Mm-hmm. She probably didn't need anyone, but it was nice to have someone who balanced, maybe she balanced did. her out, whatever her reason yeah. is, right? She had a great foundation, but my, she did. My thing is, too, like, yo, in the event that something happens to me, I want this person to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be able to be all right, especially if we have children. I want her to know that she's gonna be alright because you can't be shaky, baby. You can't panic. You, you need a strong woman like yes. that. You know what I'm saying? Who who can, you know, that's why I like if I meet somebody who's already certified, got a nice career going, to me that's more attractive. Yeah, that's more but, attractive than the than somebody who maybe is not as successful, but looks maybe is more attractive. You know what I'm saying? Uh more than that. More than that. It's just you can't be like shaky in life. Because even my wife, with all of that going for her, before I joined the military, she mm-hmm. worked two jobs. I remember she would come home like often from the second job crying because yeah. she hated that job so much. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, w- working two jobs, but she hated, but she did what she had to do. Yeah. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I respect that. But also what's important is because you're crying because you see yourself differently. You have a vision for what you want. Mm-hmm. So if she didn't have that vision, she would look like a punk bitch to me. You Probably. can't handle life. But the reason she's crying is because I have a vision for what I want and I'm not achieving it right now. Yeah. I see it a little differently. So whether you got a career or not, do you have ambitions? Are you do you have exactly. a vision and stuff? Exactly. And when hard times and because if you're not where you're at in life, when the hard times come, are you shaky? Mm-hmm. Can you handle it? You know what I'm saying? That's more what's important. If we get into it, are you just gonna withdraw from a relationship because we had a spat? Yeah, we don't. We walking around each other like some gunslingers for about two weeks. Yep, can ready you, to duel. Can you bring us back together? Yeah, or do you just close off? Do you wall off, and that's about the end of it because you were hurt? Yeah, 
that's more important to me is, is how you how you operate. That's important. You know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah. you know what, but we also have different mentalities and we're looking for different things at this point. Yeah. You know, and I mean, hopefully people who tap in, they understand it like or they take some of what we say. Because a lot of people, I don't think they incorporate a lot of this stuff in their everyday and life. And we ain't experts. Yeah, we're not. It's we're just, just niggas with just experience. experience talk. We're just experience niggas with talk some only. experience. So that's all. That's all we do here. I'm not. I'm not claiming I know everybody's situation. Everybody got a different situation. I don't. You know, you're dating this person who can present this. Same thing with you. You present a whole different. You know, whatever for that person. And I get that, but from my perspective, I try to obviously see things obviously through the mindset of other people. Because we do deal with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you get to kind of get an insight on their mindsets, their views, their goals, you know, uh, their ambition, all that. All that all that is important. And sometimes you got to have conversation. A lot of people don't know how to talk. At the end of the day, bro, no matter what we're talking about with relationships and stuff, mm-hmm. the most important point is this. Hey, nigga, you got to work on you. Yeah. You can change all of that shit by working on you. Nobody can get to me and get under my skin if I'm working on me. Mm-hmm. I can see red flags and choose not to ignore them if I'm working on me. Yeah. It ain't there. You know, a lot of stuff cannot be done to you if you're working on your weaknesses. So, with that in mind, mm-hmm. I feel like I got to take myself to the dojo. Oh, here we go. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. What's your style? My style? This is the dojo with Kai Phoenix. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that I did anything wrong. But what I want is y'all opinions. Let's hear it. I want your opinions to see if I'm being hypocritical or a contradiction. Pretty much the same thing. Okay. So, I don't like that 2024 is turning out to be the year of grievances. Explain. Starting with the Cat Williams shit where everybody just wants to get out and just air niggas the fuck out, right? Okay. I feel like that's femaleish behavior. Sure. I think that's gossip shit. I think that's Tasha K, Wendy Williams type of behavior. I thought you were eliminating the I'm sure female that's toxic. Sh- I'm, toxic sensei. Okay. Might could be wrong, but okay. you know, my masculinity from where I come from says all of that shit is like female type behavior. Okay. You could just tell that person if you really got a problem. Sure. That's where I come from. Right? right. However, Stephen A. Smith just came out oh, boy. and and went against Jason Whitlock. All right. That was way worse than Whoa, whoa, whoa. But hold on. Go ahead. Give the context first, I though. I feel differently in this situation. But can you, can you give a brief context, okay. though, on... Jason Whitlock, for those who don't know or those who are young, Jason Whitlock and Stephen A. are both... Uh, sportscasters, yeah. analysts, analysts yes. mm-hmm. who do sports, and they've been going on for a very, very, very long time. Sure. they known each other for a very long time. Been in the game forever. And I'm old, so I know both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Jason Whitlock turned into something else. Agreed. Jason Whitlock is a fucking op. Mm-hmm. He's an op to our culture, period. No. I think that there are people with different opinions. We're not supposed to be monolithic. Some people have their opinions, and I may disagree with it. It is whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people, and I'm speaking culturally, sure, that go out of their way at every possible point mm-hmm. 
to go against you. And take them down. I'm going to defend white American culture at every fucking turn. It don't matter the situation. I feel like it's my obligation. Candace Owens. Jason Whitlock. I'm name dropping because that's, that's who we see. Is, is Candace Owens a person with a difference of opinion or is she an op? Sometimes. For me. Because I've heard some of the shit she said and been like, I don't agree with that. There are certain... Shit, like, but you can understand. Hold on, hold on. I can understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are certain conservative mindsets. The yeah. There are certain conservative mindsets that disagree with sure. our liberal democratic as a culture tendencies. Mm -hmm. Right? Me, I don't claim to be any one of those. So I'm... If you say something that makes sense as a conservative, mm -hmm. I can say, but it's behavior. It's yeah. not necessarily what I listen to. It's what I watch. What With Candace Owens, you name a time that she has ever come to the defense of the black community in a situation where something is wrong in the black community. What was, what was it that she said? How, I don't want to say it wrong. because we, you know, we Just give me a summary. Pretty much how it wasn't the, the way it was pushed to us, like it, as a almost population control. Like we we really have a, a most black people have a different outlook on abortion, the way that it's been pushed to us. Mm -hmm. And because of it, if you look up the statistics, it's been millions and millions and millions of babies getting taken out. But it's not sure. just us. It's not just us. But the 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 situation with with abortion is we can't just it's in this country. With our history, it's never clean. No, it's, not. it's always muddled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about abortion, just as women, it's a different argument. If you want to talk about abortion with black women and Latino women, you got to counter in eugenics. Do you know what eugenics is? Hitler. Fuck Hitler. <laughs> Do you know who Margaret Sanger is? Margaret Singer is the creator of um, Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. um, she was one of those ones who black people and Latinos are the impurities of our society. And it is our job to weed out the impurity. Sure. When I grew up, I'm from, you know where I'm from. There's a Planned Parenthood and like four walls around us in our community. Hey. It's uh, it's it's the hood spot. Sure, but just any hood spot but consists of those three locations. There's also a reason why it's not in La Cantera as much as it is. Let's, or exclu let's exclude La Cantera because the, people are not just San Antonio. So anywhere that's basically nice, wealthy, white, you're not gonna white find a lot of Planned Parenthoods. Those places you're not gonna see that shit on the corner. But populations that are majority black and Latino, you're gonna find. So the hood, yeah, <laughs> the hood. Even is where in it's Puerto at. Rico, you're dealing with like in in even up to the 1990s in prison, they were sneak um, sterilizing female inmates in prison. Mm -hmm. In Puerto Rico, they were sterilizing without their knowing Puerto Rican women. Eugenics is a thing mm -hmm. where they're trying to, and right now what they're doing is with banning abortion, it's they paint it as a moral issue, no, but really it is actually. In in about twenty years, the Hispanic race is going to be everybody going to be brown. Everybody's going to be brown, so they're trying to level out the playing field. Mm -hmm. See the muddy the the water is muddy in that yeah. situation, but that's not what she's saying, is it? Are you playing semantics right now? 
I'm not. I'm saying that's not what she's saying. I'm saying that she's purposely not saying that. Okay. Mm. Because of who she serves. Okay. Every issue, she's always going to be on that side of the field. Yeah, yeah. And that's who Jason Whitlock is. No mm. matter what. Even if it's clear as day, they're always going to see it from that perspective. Sure. It's not a difference of opinion. Because Stephen A. Smith would tell you, hey, I'm conservative in a lot of points, and he's talking to Fox News and all of that. <laughs> but he's also liberal. And so I'm not mad at that. That's cool. Sure. Hey, Stephen A. got on live and said, did you tell them that you was a bitch? Yeah, he was going, he was going off. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's, here's, mo- here's most you important. Was a bitch? Here's most important, right? The way that he went about it. it was awful. Jason Whitlock... <laughs> Has been talking about Stephen A. Smith for, a for about a decade or twelve. For a good while. Stephen and it, A. And it wasn't until now. Stephen A. has refused. Well, because he's not with ESPN no more. Well, he's yeah, he can't. He's he's well, he's he, literally burnt. Stephen A. couldn't say shit. He's yeah. literally he burnt. Yeah. All like Jason Whitlock. Nobody fucks with Jason Whitlock. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. No network. No nothing. That's why he's on like Blaze TV, which is like. Cons- conservative no it's like super conservative it's below Tubi. oh it's bad <laughs> so this is online television for about a decade like jason whitlock specializes and i like to talk about people who i know are not going to talk back his favorite targets stephen a smith and lebron james people who can't respond who won't who shouldn't who know better they don't have no reason to stephen they also know that based on their their platforms and what they do mm-hmm. They can't just go and acknowledge some shit like this. Stephen A. Smith, among others, Mm -hmm. has put it in his contract. I don't work with Jason Whitlock. He's not the only one who's done that, Mm -hmm. but he's one of them. Sure. Okay. So. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you gotta wear a dress every time I work with you. He put it in his contract that I don't work with you. Yeah. He's gone on to his success. I have no reason to work with you. No, I have no reason to address you. Oh, yeah. I'm successful. I've handled it contractually. We're not going to take it to the public. Even though people were pushing him to speak. Allen Iverson. Well, everybody wants to back and forth. That's why. Allen Iverson was pushing him to talk. And even Allen Iverson was like, yo, I just want to say, fuck you. I hate you too. He said that. He was like, you know who I'm talking to. He was talking to Jason Whitlock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People have been pushing him. He refuses to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? After about 10 years. Okay, but it's like, it's getting a little ridiculous, right? Because we don't know what it's like to have somebody have a whole, like, show dedicated to just you. <laughs> Everything you do, let's say you put out a book. Sure. They will give you 45 minutes of why you didn't write your book, why this is embellished, why this is embellished, this is a lie. They don't even fucking know, but they're going to give you 45 minutes and put it on the net for about 400,000 people to see and agree. Yeah. Now, 10 years of that. Before you're just like, ah, fuck this nigga. Mm. And so he finally aired it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and for me, it's just like, when you look at the Cat Williams thing, he said he was going to get this okay, position and blah, blah, blah. I feel like they're gatekeepers. I didn't get an opportunity because of them. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said they were gay. Now, he didn't exactly say okay, that. Okay. okay, but hold on. If we're going to go there. What exactly is his grievance? Now, I know, no, and I, but what I, is his I, grievance with Steve Harvey? I can tell you, because I know. What's up? Go ahead. Before he was famous, when he was just an upcoming comedian, Steve Harvey was that dude. His kids met Steve Harvey in a mall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the hair still. Yeah. And he met Steve Harvey in a mall, and he played off his kids and downplayed his father. Yeah. 
seven years later, Cat Williams is somebody, and they had that thing in Detroit. Where he killed him and saying that shit was weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This been going on because of one slight. Let me tell you, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get on this, but I will say this: when you look at your Yeezys and them, they have a talent in making you think that this stuff is important to us. When the truth is, they got slighted and they didn't like it. But it was his kids. The only time, okay, but hold Somebody on. Did your kids like that? Hold on. It was your kids. Seven years later, you got your revenge. And then a couple years later, you're still talking about him. And then a couple years later, you're still talking about him. And then a couple years later, you're still talking about him. I haven't heard no one address the fact that Shannon had Ricky Smiley and Cedric on his What did they say? Well, they talked about it. I mean, that's that's part of what he was responding to. What did Steve Harvey say about Cat Williams in his interview with Shannon Sharp? I'll wait. He beat around the bush. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? What did he say? Nothing. What did Seti say? Basically, anything worth responding to. Yeah, is what you're at. What you're asking? Did he say anything worth responding? What to? What I'm saying is this: Cat Williams' problem with Steve Harvey is what he did all those years and, and, and ago. I agree with you on that. And now he's like uber successful, and he's like, nah, they're just a whole bunch of. Cedric. It was a slight said, years ago, and it now it's becoming. He uses it to paint this picture that everybody's like, oh, that's the truth. Like, nah, you just got slighted, my nigga, and you never got over it. Yeah, I give you that. That's fair. I give you that. That's, Cedric, that's, that's, it's Cedric the same thing with Ricky it. Smiley. It was like, bruh, all he said was, we both went out for the same part. Did he deserve the work that you gave him? Did he deserve, put it in my contract that you got to be, in? it's, it's you holding a personal grudge <laughs> and going crazy with it. Mm. That ain't manly, nigga. That's female behavior. When I'm talking about Stephen A. Smith, I sat on this shit for 10 years and never said nothing. I said I purposely would never say nothing. I try not to respond to you. I try to ignore you. I leave you alone. And I I can destroy you. Everybody knows it. It's different to me. But is it different? Am I picking and choosing? Am I being a contradiction? But I feel it different because we're talking about an op. Jason Whitlock is on my list of niggas to fight. Like, if you gave me a list of celebrities, <laughs> he's at least number two. I yeah. fucking hate Jason Whitlock because he's an op. He doesn't just talk about sports. He talks about us as a people. Mm. And he's of, always racing to white yeah. American patriarchal society's Massive. defense. I, and he defends them over us every fucking time. Let, let, let me... I think just... just This is really a question. Mm-hmm. And it's more or less to... Like, let's say, you know, you grow up on the Stephen A's of the world who, right. who've always focused and we've known them for the sports world. And I don't for always their, agree their, with Stephen A, by the way. That's fine. That's fine. But for their, we've, we've known them. Everybody's known Stephen A. Smith as ESPN guy, right? Even people who don't watch ESPN, they're like, oh, we know Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. talks sports. Like, mm-hmm. he's a sports guy. One of the most iconic ones, right? Right. We all know this. And it's almost like before when I joked around about the Hodge twins, right? Yeah. And we were talking about them. And I noticed that like there's always there's always like this weird thing whenever they start to branch out of what they normally do that we know them for, mm-hmm. and they're speaking on other things. For example, like the backlash people like the Hodge twins have received because they went from being these online YouTube comedians. I don't fuck with them niggas, bro. Hear me out though. But everybody fucked with them when they was just YouTube comedians, just doing silly shit online and doing workout videos. Mm-hmm. Then they turn politics. 
And now you never, people don't care for them it anymore. It ain't about the politics. That's fine. But politics are politics. But what I'm saying it's is. It's the same situation. It's a, they're ops, bro. But what I'm saying is there's a moment where they convert, it seems like. Yeah, I get what you And it's like, bro, well, that was unnecessary. Yeah. It wasn't necessary to convert it. Just like the other dude who's going against Stephen A. I'm not that familiar with dude, but but, like but I'm saying eventually at one point you knew him for one thing, mm-hmm. right? He was also a sports analyst guy, and now he does what he's been doing for over the past well, he's, X yeah, amount he's, of years. He's right? had his podcast where you you get to be a little bit freer and you're free from exactly. I'm not on Disney, yeah. and this is where they they I feel like the hatred or the distaste for some of these guys begins. And I'm all like, what happened to just being successful can, in the it's, lane that it's you It's slightly knew? different. It's like, it's like meeting a dude, right? And you know what I'm saying. It's like meeting a dude that's like, um, you know, I date all races. Sure. And um, sounds, my pref- like, my, sounds like me. It's a black guy. No, we'll, 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 we'll talk about black guy, right? All right. And he says, well, I mean, my preference is probably Latinos. Um, Latinas. Latinas. Excuse me. Excuse me. Latinas. <laughs> Correction. And, uh, and you go, oh, okay, all right, cool. You're like, no, nah, I'm in, I'm in everybody, but you know, at this moment, this is what I'm into. Okay, you know. And then there's the guy that goes, nah, I only date Asians and Latinos because black women are like yeah, this yeah, and this, this yeah. and this. And you're going, hey, that's, like, chill the fuck out. That part was unnecessary. It's different yeah. because you're yeah. dating outside of your race out of spite. Yeah, yeah. that's just like the he's dating problems. because you know I'm looking at all these different things. I'm attracted to different things, and I know what that's like. Yeah, but the date because. I think black women are like this. Out of spite, it's different. Mm-hmm. To have a different opinion, because I was really mad at Stephen A because I disagreed with his Colin Kaepernick situation. I don't have to agree with him on everything. But the Jason Whitlock mm-hmm. is I run to white American society's aid out of spite to the black community. Yeah. Same as Candace Owens. You're not accepting here, and all of them, the Hodge, you're not accepted here. You don't feel accepted here, yeah. so fuck them. All of my content is going to be about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is all I do. Yeah. Any situation pops up, hey, man, the man stood on this man's neck for eight minutes. He was in handcuffs. He couldn't breathe. He was a fucking drug dealer. Yeah. He was a druggie, and that's why it was like, yo, are you fucking... But that's not why they killed him. Yeah, like it's like, what is, what is, why are you taking that strong yeah, of a, yeah. and not only that, then they start making documentaries where they go and talk to people's families and stuff yeah, yeah. just to prove how much he was a druggie and he died because he druggie and not because you, it was like, yo, why are you a op like this? It's like, why? A, it's the unnecessary attack. Exactly. On, like, like, yeah, say, let, let, let's say, let's say, exactly. yeah, because even if dude made some mistakes, he was doing some personal shit, you don't got to tear the man down because he, at the end of the day, that's not why he died. Bro, <laughs> you you know me. I'll be the first one to tell you how much stupid things Kyrie Irving does. Oh. And I know people always want to praise him and stuff like that, but he does a lot of stupid shit. But you know what? He does a lot of dope shit off yeah, the court, course. too. Yeah. And I can say both. Both can be true at the same time. Because you can do some dumb ass shit and some yeah. fantastic, amazing the, you shit. You know, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, it's a balance. Sometimes it's a balance. Sometimes I think that it's a marriage within yourself. He hears some shit. <laughs> He hears some shit that he thinks is right, yeah. but he doesn't delve into it enough, right? Yeah. So he'll put it out into the ether, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he gets questioned on it and he doesn't have the answers, now you're all picking on me. Yeah. It's the I'm media's be- fault. I'm being like, nigga, you put this out okay. and now you can't explain it. Well, well, this is, this is okay. How do you feel about Charleston White? Charleston I don't fuck White? with Charleston White at all. I think he's an op. Why? Here's why, right? Charleston White. 
He does come with facts a lot. The Listen, and I don't mean the character. All right, let me let me let me sum it down. But you, but let me sum it down completely. All, let me sum it down completely. But real quick, just one line for me. That goes back to he he's just created some form of balance where he's gonna talk a lot of fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe throw some facts in there because I still gotta have some credibility Bro, in what I say. But you and that that's what it comes down to, right? Two points, right? Sure. Point number one. You wanna be a messenger, you wanna be a leader. Mm-hmm. We don't listen to what you say. We watch what you do. Mm-hmm. It can't, you know why? You know why it can't be true? Why can't it be true? Because he's the example that that shit's not true. I remember Charleston White before he was this ignorant bro. motherfucker. Why can't it, why can't, what do you mean when he was? When he you was mean like right now? No, oh, I mean, exactly I mean, my point. Decades. Now let me get to it. Thank you for bringing it up. Was doing I, that thank cared. you, thank you for bringing is it, it up. Is it fair cared. to say, just from my perspective, because I've seen, I've seen suit mm-hmm. Mr. White. I've seen that version and I see him now. And to me, it's 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 all an act. Let me help you out. <laughs> now, hold on. I mean, suit or both. I think it, I think right now it's all an act. Hold on, bro. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. bro. Hold on. Well, let me help you out, okay? And I want you to really listen to me, right? I'm listening to you. Okay, cool. And I'm quoting Charleston White. Sure. I'm not making no summary. When I was out there, and I was getting legislation passed. And I was out here doing this with this company and doing this with this company. No and one helping these people. And I was out here doing this and getting this passed and doing this and doing this. That's a great work. You're a leader, right? Right. You should be. Keep doing it. That's not what he said. Yeah. Charleston White said, mm-hmm. when I was doing all of that, y'all didn't pay no attention to me. Weakness number one. Yeah, right away. I'm sorry. Attention seeking. Were you doing it because it was right? Or were you doing it to get attention? So when you didn't get the attention you felt you deserved. Or he he eventually wanted it along the way. Because that's really what it was all about. When he didn't get the attention he felt he deserved, I'm just going to become the most ignorant, the most ignorant thing that I could ever create. But not only that, but not only that, he said... It's a character. I'm monetizing off of it. You don't get no credibility. You can't be no messenger. You're a clout chaser. You can't teach me about nothing. If you want to teach me about being respect... Hold on, hold on. If you want to teach me about being respectful and being like what we should be as black people, but you represent like the ignorance of it, how could you teach me? You don't live it. We chase example. Why are people Christians? What does Christian mean? Mm-hmm. To be Christ-like. Meaning there was a rumor to be somebody that existed long time ago that gave you and left you with this example for the point that a whole religion was built for you to live like this person. Every leader was a person that led by example. Mm-hmm. To be a messenger, you have to be an example. To be a voice, everybody has their opinions. But you can't teach me by you can't teach me about respect if you don't respect anybody. If every chance I every chance you get, fuck Nipsey Hustle and all of this and this and this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Everything that you're trying to teach me, I'll give it till Tuesday. And then you'll do the complete opposite of that. Well, then your message has no power. You don't do what you say. It don't have no strength. 
Obviously, all your knowledge means nothing because you don't adhere to it. What does your knowledge mean? You don't even do it. That's fair. How, what does your words mean? How can I tell you how to do something I don't do myself? Or I do the opposite of that. Hey, nigga, a man that does not value the person he's with is no man at all. And then you see me with a harem of bitches. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Yeah. My nigga, he can't be an example. He gives you ignorance and then tries to give you wisdom. Your ignorance. Them two can't exist in the same world. And then he's like, ah, I just became this character so y'all could see and catch my message. No, you became that character because you already told us 11 times yeah. because it gives me clicks and it gives me money. Yeah. You're about money. You're and not about knowledge. And attention. You want attention. You love the attention. That's his defense. That's the brilliant defense. That's what I'll give. That's what I'll give Charleston White. It's a brilliant defense. I just became, don't worry about my behavior. Yeah. I just became this to get y'all attention so I could give y'all wisdom. That's bullshit. Where do you ever see that in life? Nigga, <laughs> I did 20 years in life in fucking prison just so I can tell you don't kill a nigga. No, I killed the nigga and I did 20 years to come back and say, this is my experience. Don't do it. That's a messenger. Yeah, that's different. That's a messenger. That was all about the delivery, though. And that's it's not about the no, delivery. But that's what he's really, telling you. That's really what he's no, doing, No, no, no. That's the defense. He tells you, and I'm trying to tell you to peep game, and I'm going to peep you the game. That's his defense. Y'all worried about delivery. When I'm trying to give y'all information, we're not worried about delivery. I'm watching how you act. As black people, we kind of are. I'm looking at your behavior. It's you, the craziness you, that we love. No. It's the crazy Orlando Brown, Takashi 69, WAC 100. It's the craziness that we're watching. That's what you people, got our attention with see. the craziness. It's the behavior. It ain't the delivery. The term is education. No, but no, but you're. I think you're right, bro. With, with the majority of what you're saying, bro. Be, but hold on. I think if it, you if you want to make something better, give us an example of something better. And I agree with you. No, but you're you're right though because everybody who's coming out reckless, coming out talking crazy. Look at all the names you just mentioned. Those mm -hmm. are the, some of the most notable standout names in the recent years. And they're all clout chasers. And they're all doing the same thing. They just figured out the formula. The formula. And they're just running with Go it Go crazy, say stuff that gets people emotional, and make money. And when people press you, say that I became this to give you a message. But, but in Charleston White's case, because I've looked into this shit, he, he does that shit, but he, you said you look at action. He still does shit for the children. Let me ask you a question. Charleston White tells you all of these people that give him money and stuff like that to yeah. all the stuff, which we haven't proven. We, we hey, but hold on, hold on. Nemo's a fan. That's I'm why. A, I, no, that's fine. That's fine. Like, this is the conversation you should be having with people that think different. Sure. Right? So dig this. You a common sense nigga just like me. Okay. You're a company. Fortune 500. You want to give back to the community. Right? Mm -hmm. You need a messenger that speak as a as the people speak, so we can give money and give you position. It takes about two videos of Charleston White for me as a company to go, I don't think I want to associate. Who the fuck is giving him that money? Who? It's the same, it's the same thing with Cat Williams. I turned down $50 million four times. Time out. I'm a common sense individual. Dave Chappelle turned down $50 million one time. What did he do to get him $50 million? 
two seasons of his show is the greatest selling DVD of all time. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart, movie after movie. Millions and millions, box office. Uh, uh, Will Smith is making 20 million a film. Cat Williams, 60 films, never been the lead. Fair. He's never been the person in which a movie has been focused around. He's just been a side character. Nobody structured it around him. 60 films. You've never been the lead. Who's throwing 50 fucking million dollars at you? For what? Hey, this is... I'm going to say this. It, at the end for of the what? Day, Four name, times for what? Yeah, because you don't really... You don't throw the 50 to a, just nah, a role player. Hell no. But, Doesn't but, happen. But I say this to end it with Cal Williams. My main thing with him, outside of all the points that you are making, mm-hmm. I don't agree with the timing. Nigga had a tour coming up. How am I going to get people... I know. How am I, I going to get people and that, to... All I'm trying to say is, dog, Pete... Game. And that's what I did. This has been my biggest problem with all of these guys is that I look at people and I go, y'all can't see through that. We can't. We're having a problem right now. Uh, Ten years ago, we would have looked at a lot of these guys and be like, this niggas is bullshit, dog. That ain't trill. But isn't isn't something that he said in that interview with Shannon, didn't he say, I don't do promotion. I just show up to the seat and the people he's come. Had a, he said a lot of <laughs> shit that didn't make sense because later on in that interview, he told us something different. It's the same thing with Charleston White. Everything that you say of value, I can get from a better example. Yeah. So you can have your Charleston White. I'll take my killer Mike. That is a better choice. Uh, over Charleston White, yeah, but killer Mike ain't doing everything that he say he doing too. Like, Such as? Such as? Such as, but, but if you say that, such you as, gotta have an example. He's brought up. I, w- I watch him show improve over and over. He's brought up getting shit passed and legislative and all that shit. Too. Mm-hmm. I don't see none of that shit. All right, okay. I think you. I think you should fact like really fact check. Okay. It's not enough to be like I don't see it on my algorithm. No, look when that hear, shit up. When I hear black people or when Kim Kardashian was doing the shit with prisoners. When uh-huh. I hear shit like that, I immediately like. Are they really okay. doing this? I, I, I challenge you. Okay. But even if it's not him, there's there's always a He's better example. Yeah, there's always, there's always, like, well, Dr. Uh, Dr. Umar. No, but about look, him. I no, can't, I can't. No, but about, I can't take him seriously. Where's the school? Nigga? No, but, but, but about him, though, just, yeah, you might not see him physically himself making change, but I think in my, from what I see, he looks like somebody who Man, is working look at, look at that to dude's make sure it happens. Starting banks and communities and stuff like that. Certain that niggas part. deserve a benefit of a doubt. I'll give him you, that part. You look at a nigga. When I'm saying Killer Mike, I'm looking at somebody that's constantly trying to do this. Yeah. And the other guy decides, I'm just going to be the ignorance of it to get your... <laughs> bro, you ain't got no... I'm doing this, but I expect y'all is, to do this. Exactly. Well, the ignorance is Listen louder. to my wisdom, but tomorrow, niggas is going to be throwing plants at me on my show. <laughs> <laughs> You can't take that nigga seriously. Dr. Umar, I can't take him seriously. Now, Dr. Umar is full of a whole bunch of wisdom, right? But his behavior and his background... Dr. Heinrich Clark, the same person that you got your information to, I'm from, I can get my information from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are better people to get the same... You gotta... You don't just gotta accept the shit just because a nigga told you that shit. But we in Babylon. That, go, that, that goes back to another thing, and I, I didn't really want to get into it with the Cat Williams saying. We was talking about it, how it's like, yo, Hollywood is this devilish, demonistic place, and you're going to be on God's side or the, the devil's side. side. I know the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know the Bible. 
The Bible didn't never tell nobody to go to Babylon. They told them get the fuck out. But they keep going. Exactly. Hey, Patrice said that That's why I don't accept. Yeah. I, I'm that nigga that don't accept that. I watch other people go. See, you. He's right. He's telling the truth. He's talking about God and. No, that's not enough for me. It's not. And, and, and I get what you see through that shit. Do what you still doing in there? Because yeah, Jesus said, "Put all these things away. Pick up your cross and follow me." Yeah. I'm not stupid. Just because I don't believe in it, don't mean I study. Yeah. You can't throw that shit over my goddamn head. I yeah. think too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just concerned that niggas is not. They not learn. You don't see it? No. Y'all don't see bullshit? Well, that don't make them a bad person. But a lot of folks don't care. Or they don't think for themselves that much. Okay. And, and and that doesn't mean I can be wrong and ignorant too. And and the Cat Williams saying, we was just talking about that incident. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the incident, but that doesn't make him a bad person. No, nah, I'm sure he's a great guy. But now let's bring it back. That don't mean now that we went through everything. all of that, still, in fact, I disagreed with Cat. I went at Cat for that behavior. I said that kind of behavior was. Femaleish. Am I being a hypocrite? How so? Be- yeah. Because Which I liked part? it when Stephen A went at Jason Whitlock because he's an op to our community, but I didn't like it the way that Cat Williams did it. Am it I being a hypocrite? Am I being contradictory? Uh, to to an extent, yes. I think you. I think partially, mm-hmm. which is and I that, that's not the motive behind it. right. I understand that. With me, when I saw Stephen A, me personally, I'm a man. Right. I feel like as men, it's certain ways that we react to certain things, it's certain ways that we respond to certain things. That is a little femaleish. That was femaleish. Getting on live television and calling mm. another man a bitch is y'all y'all could talk in person. That, that's about that that's the times we live but in. But they, 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 they have they 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 they've actually had those. And the one guy goes, All right, now that we have this, I'm never gonna speak on you again. And then a decade passed, and this guy is talking about me every fucking day for years. But that just gives you more not necessarily I, I, I think, that gives you more of a reason not to say nothing because you're proving a point. Look, I am to a point on my level where I don't have to say shit, but he has to keep himself relevant by talking about me. So if I say anything, I'm just helping him out. I, I just think that in the in the in the parts where you know like Stephen A is going against him mm-hmm. is because that is a guy you do despise. I think it's a whole it's the whole theory, right? It's, so so it's, no, but I'm saying that's part of the reason why you're gonna have you're gonna have that that biased part right there. I think automatically it's the, the Jay Z strategy. A lot of people went at Jay Z. Jay Z sure. didn't respond to everybody. Mm-hmm. True. He responded to certain people, people that he felt were on his level. He responded to Nas. He responded to Cam. He responded to Lil Wayne. People he, that he 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 he's selective. He knows which ones. I was now to be completely fair. I was mad at Stephen A. and I thought it was beneath him to go at Kwame Brown. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, Who the fuck is he? Yeah, Why are you giving him this much energy? Relevant. Like Kwame wasn't even. Relevant you made him relevant. Him. Yeah. And that's another guy who niggas were di- who were agreeing of like, bro, this guy literally did nothing. He's a frustrated person that's just airing out shit. He was one of the stars. But that that's he's in that he's in that group. But am I? I'm just concerned that we cannot discern the difference between these guys. We're looking at Charleston White like a truth teller and not a clout chaser. We're looking at Kwame Brown as a truth teller and not a clout chaser. So if they say truth, but they still have ignorance in them, the truth is irrelevant. If your message is, if your behavior is ignorance, if you don't have the background dog, for me, I always say one thing. Mm-hmm. I've said this from the beginning that I started this show. I've written it down forever to be known. I am not a leader. I'm not a leader. 
So I say that all the time because a leader must be an example. I'm a bad example. I change. I feel one way, and then I change. So if but you followed me, if trying you followed this example. example, they're trying to be leaders and messengers. I'm I'm a voice. You can choose to listen to me. You can choose not to. Sure. Now, now, hold on. Not only am I a voice, but I study, I inform. And right now, I'm proven by bringing myself to the dojo, I'm holding myself accountable. Because while I truly believe I really like what Stephen A. did, I think... It might have still been... Is that not hypocritical? the best of ideas. So what do I do? I come in public where I came at Cat publicly and put myself and go, hey, in your opinion, am I being a hypocrite? That's what you do as a man and as a messenger. By as a, example, but as a leader, you do that. Too. I'm not a leader, but but that's what a leader true. Is. That's that's part that's of that's part of being a leader. But I consider myself a voice because I'm not always gonna be. I, I you know th- what I'm saying? I, I that's think, the difference between being a clout chaser who just is hopping on names and disrespecting people's family and stuff like that, wives and stuff like that, just to sell tickets. I ain't selling you nothing. I ain't never. How many times have I ever referenced this? But the first episode. No, but you feel what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on here since April doing all of these shows and spitting all of this stuff, and never once did I say, hey, buy my book. Yeah. <laughs> if it, I might have been the only one to say, go get the book. Exactly. <laughs> you you, you feel you, what I'm saying? You did say you was the best rapper. <laughs> I could be proven wrong. Yeah. But until... I mean, it, it'd be weird for... I never said that, but I'm just saying I'm up there. <laughs> it, 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 would be, it would be weird for a rapper to say, I'm not the best out here. Rappers don't I'm say stuff decent. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me, I'm dope. You know, I'm, I'm something to be fucked with. I'm not top five. I might be. You know, there's a lot of people better. I didn't say I was the best. What I'm saying is, even the worst rappers say they're the best. So yeah, it's a confidence. You know, yeah, I'm not mad at. But to 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 will it down. Am I being hypocritical? Am I being yes or no? Okay, yes or no. I understand okay. the logic, but why you feel. I do agree with the right. part where I mean I don't know if this is how you see it, but like I I don't have any problem myself with Stephen A going at a dude. Right. Pause. But this nigga. <laughs> just, dog, we was hey, with you, we bro. We almost went the whole we show. We was with you, dog. <laughs> we through it, bro. We all, yeah, he we said, was, yeah, dog. That's gotta be your shit. Work through it, nigga. You gotta work through it. Hey, but I also understand that Stephen A didn't have to. Because I think he had to address Jason oh, yeah. Whitlock as different. He didn't have to address no, Kwame. I, he was below. He's no, beneath. That's, that's fine, too. But I'm saying he might have... I don't think he would have did him anything, any harm, if he's already gone over 10 years of not acknowledging a dude. Exactly. And he, he didn't have to switch it up now. Just but I don't have a problem... Like, I'm neutral yeah. in his decision. Like, it doesn't bother me. It they did not. But I could yeah. see both sides on... You, you made it 10 years without having to say anything... And you did now. And then also, like, hey, you he was talking that shit. Right. This guy had it, you know, somebody had to give it to him at some point. I just, so I could see both sides of right. it. So that's the part where I'm saying you were critical. I want to put myself on the chopping block because I went on two different platforms, this and J. Ross Views, and we uh-huh. talked about Cat. 
all right, I done talked about this dude publicly on two different platforms. Sure, sure. If I believe that somebody was right for doing similar action, I should put myself on the chopper block, see what it is. Yeah, and but it was it was a little different, maybe. It was, yeah, that's my thing. It, it, it was a little different. It was different. I don't think... Yeah, that's like, how I feel about he it. He didn't disrespect Jason Whitlock's family. Nope. He didn't bring up... Oh well, I had this gig, and and he, and he really gave you it. he gave you real facts, not just me like running down a gymnasium <laughs> because I got personal grievances from years. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dog, I tried my best for a decade not to address but, but just somebody if that didn't. if he never said anything, yeah. we wouldn't even be. Yeah, I think he'd be. He yeah, would. Cat Williams has been saying the same shit for Jason years about the like, same people. Like, like acknowledge, like for example, even even Cat Williams, and even he said, "I'm not going to address this let, again." Let me, this I might be wrong in mm-hmm. me saying this, but Cat Williams maybe needed this to enhance whatever he's trying to do. What has he been doing for the past five years? That's about it. No, but if he needs... put him right back but, on the... But if he needs... Yeah, whatever he's doing now is obviously going to up everything. Oh, we said it last episode. He's set up. But hold on. We said it last episode. His ticket sale is going to go up and they're going to sell faster. <laughs> and, and, and if they weren't going to sell out in one city, it is now. Most likely. He's probably got the most viewed podcast episode in history. Yeah. But, oh, at least on Shannon Sharp show. That's yeah. historic. No, that's just, period. Yeah, Numbers-wise, it will. that episode will be that, historic for that podcast. That we have to episode. fact check. But, okay. um, and then with Stephen A, and his doing what he did, I don't think this would do anything for him. I don't think anybody, you know, sometimes. He didn't have to. Sometimes it's the person that can, I think if anybody else addresses, and they all want to, Jamel Hill, all of them really, uh, Chris Broussard, they all want to address sure. Jason Whitlock. Maybe they don't have the cachet. They Maybe there's are. only one guy that can address Jason Whitlock. Are they still with ESPN? And, yeah, uh, some of them. I'm telling you, the fact that, that, that boy ain't with ESPN had everything to he do with been the ain't, He been on Yeah, but Jason Whitlock also said some shit recently, and Last time he said something, but his whole, his whole, ever since, like he cut, he, he's been out of the loop for up to like seven years now. He he cut all his, he burned all his bridges. So this has really been his platform for you. I've been hating Jason Wicklock for years. Yeah, this has always been his thing, and yeah, and and that's you know he adopted Kwame like a motherfucker. I do. I do think this the level of a uh, Stephen A. Like I mean, dude's basically face the ESPN. <laughs> So, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. I could see where, like, in my mind, I would be completely okay if this never even occurred, you know, uh, because he'd be just fine. It's not it's not enhancing his career. It's not doing anything for his career. He just, this is just something he I just, felt he needed to speak this on. Is, this is something I've been wanting. Yeah. I've been wanting Jason Whitlock to be addressed for years. <laughs> I really and, and, do. But that's the part where I'm saying. And that's why I was like, it's, it's only one guy that can really... But and that, he would never do it. That's the part where I'm like, that's where it's okay to be hypocritical here and not because now there's people who wanted this to happen. We can say this, though. It can be argued. If not for Cat Williams and, and Shannon Sharp, would he have done it? I think he was inspired. Well, people calling people out. Let me I think it was inspired. Like people, because he's like people got to get that word. Um, <laughs> that's basically like what's said, going it, on. It's been it's been about a decade of Jason Whitlock on his, and then he just got his um, book on paperback. Sure. And then Jason Whitlock went in on another episode. Everything he said was a lie. He didn't even write his own book, and I think he was just watching that. I was like, after the Cat Williams thing, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going in. Now he did. 
he did it different. Like still, I still look at the method in which he did it. And my, and my point of view is a lot more masculine. He calls everybody. Hey, I feel like I'm going to address this. I just want to let you know I'm going to address this. I may use your name, such and such. Cat just went in there. I'm drunk, yeah, like a motherfucker, and just just going, yeah, he did. Well, Stephen A. He called, he called, he called at Dan Lepertar and and all of them, and let him know, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna address him. That's one thing I will always credit Stephen A. Is that before he speaks, I do think he thinks it through, Mm -hmm. and he calls who he needs to call. Call Jamel Hill because he does call them and was like, hey, I'm gonna address Jason Whitlock. I may use your name, and he does not just get up there and drink and then spout some shit. Hey, how's your day going? And that motherfucker was wearing a wig. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He plays a better woman than a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anything to conclude that? No. I just... You just wanted to know if you're a hypocrite or not? (laughs) Just take myself to the dojo and just, hey, man, I talk about something publicly. And if somebody does something similar and I agree with it, do the same publicly. Yeah. That's manly shit to me. So. Fair, fair. Um, Did we want to touch base on... I know I, I briefly mentioned to you off show about whatever weird shit was going on in New York. Miami? I said New York. <laughs> I don't know how they're the same. <laughs> I, I Not the same about, at all. I just want to talk about aliens. <laughs> well, there, there's always going to be alien talk. That's that's. I don't think they're... <laughs> that, that's always been a thing. I don't think aliens are just, never going to reveal themselves. They're just looking at us like... I just cannot fuck with these motherfuckers, man. I'm sorry. Yo, if, if there's really aliens, seventy years there, ago I was supposed to go to college. I just can't hey, fuck yo, with these niggas, if, man. If there's really aliens and they're really like scoping the earth, I'd I'd be looking at us like, yeah, we don't we don't really got no business here. No, y'all can't y'all these can't people, help us. These people destroying themselves. You as can't it is. help us, bro. We've already fucked the yeah. weather. We coming we to this planet, up. you know. You're unfortunately, not, you're not I benefiting. Hate, I hate thinking about this, but it was like. The world, like the atmosphere, the actual physical world that my kids is going to have to live with mm-hmm. after we destroyed it. I don't even like, that's like something I don't like thinking. think I think about death all the time. Yeah. That's something I don't like thinking about. How they're like, yo, 10 years ago, they were like, we only got 10 years before this shit is irreversible. That time is up. I know y'all saw last summer. I, I hate Jesus. I hate the predictions though. I, I don't know why everybody likes to predict the end of times or like. Shit right, I'm not sort. saying that. No, but I'm saying like people do this, people do that. People like they. they you think they're gonna have the same world? Did you feel what last? That couldn't have been the same summer. I used to play all day in, wear hoodies in. I I gotta go and pick up my son in Texas. Yes, I used to wear thermals and hoodies like year round. Yeah, but you're play old basketball now. all day in the summer. Yeah, that's used to. I go to I go to pick up my son. He comes out at like fucking 340, uh, 350. I'm there at 345. I'm just out there. This summer I was out there for five minutes, just like, whoa, like the sun is so heavy. So hot. It's, I was like, this can't be the same fucking sun. I, yes, it is. It's not. Let me explain it's something to you. It's the sun without the, without the same me, let, ozone layer. Let me explain something to you. The scientist is going to explain to us. No, I'm just going to explain from the motherfucking experience. Okay. You and I are not that age anymore. Sure. And, and how often are I we just exist. standing outside? We have more experience with the sun Bro, than anybody else. Let me tell you this. When you used to get off of school, uh-huh. back in the day, j- link up with the homies, hoop all the way till sundown, right? Okay. That was life. 
That was our everyday fucking life and routine. Okay. Right? Trust me, there was moments of those days. It was 105 to 110 degrees, mm-hmm. and we didn't give a fuck. As long as we had our water hose, we was good. Right. And we do this from Monday to to Friday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then the weekends so you're was saying for we the were video acclimated. games. We were just acclimated we to We was the adjusted. So you're saying this is the same sun, same ozone layer that we dealt with in the 90s. My nigga. The temperature is still showing 100 to 108 degrees. Fucking Republican. But I fucking live inside. <laughs> Not for weeks at a time. Nah, nah, no, no. It's different. The, the longevity of it could be different. But at the same time, I'm also a cat who's not doing what I used to do back then. I'm not outside. That's a fair argument. I'm inside. And then when the sun's out, I'm inside. That's I a fair argument. I wait till nighttime. But nobody is doing all of these global summits and stuff because the sun is the same. People who are more though. wiser than us on the, on that are telling us, hey, the sun's not the same. Well, we probably should be taking some steps here. It's not the sun, it's us. Yeah, it's, our, it's, it's, it's what we're destroying. It's what we're doing. Yeah, we, we, we fucking feel the sun differently, though. We used to get like maybe two or three days in a row where it's 100 degrees. Now we get two weeks where it's just 105, 115, 130. If you it's different. Well, I also have the question, how many times did we go in and look all this statistics up? Oh, I, hate, I hate the heat. That's the, I love it right now. No, but are, you, but are you sitting there year by year and tallying all this shit? No. Or are you looking at statistics? Not, We're doing it. We're doing year, it. We guessing look, right now. We're doing it, it now because it's a little different. It feels different. Like, you can look up the, no, the I, I agree, but I also know that I'm not doing the same shit from before. Okay. I ain't fucking the same as I did when I, I mean, was 22 you do, either. You, you, have a, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing that. Come on, man. Shit's different, yo. Washed ass nigga. None of us are, really. No, none of us is doing the same shit, bro. None of, none of that shit is. Yo, I got I got my feelings hurt, right? I don't know if it was See, me. See, you got feelings now. Listen, <laughs> I don't know if it was just me, but when we was coming up, it was all about getting in there and fucking for hours. Like, it weren't impressive if you, if you were fucking for short amounts of time. Nah, you felt, like, you felt time, accomplished you fucking right? if you was hitting a couple years. I mean, a couple years. No, nah, but hours. it was like we were so deathly afraid we'll of not being Minutemen and shit like that. Yeah, okay. Like, Hold on. Most, most of us start fucking but, in our teens. And, like, and by, in my opinion, we women were women violence. were talking differently about sex. They was talking about you got to get in there and I don't want no do. Man yeah, man. so we was in there going an hour, two hours, I mean, as long as it's long or at least. But now that was the game plan. I just, I just recently. That was the game plan. Yeah, the game plan. <laughs> hey, no, I just recently. If you was twenty years old, I watched all these surveys, multiple surveys, when they were talking to women about like how long is a good time, and they're all saying. Minutes. 25 minutes to 30 minutes 20 and you're just like damn well you got you you know you know how i know that the longevity didn't matter like i thought and longevity meaning hour and a half two hours if you can push that right Mm -hmm. until i realized that like crazy in my 20s yeah in your 20s you think that's what you're supposed to be doing Yeah, i thought i was the longer the better right Mm -hmm. and then when i start to hear like the feedback of like hey is everything like is everything good? Like, are you, are you enjoying it? Because I don't, I don't already finished like two times, and you still okay. done it. I just want to know. I will like, say this: Are you still into me? There is a such thing you know? as you get older, you're more experienced. Sure. Now, while every woman's body is different, you just know more. Of course. By the time you get to thirty, you know it's not just fucking right. You know you actually have to. You can talk this person into an orgasm at the same time. Yeah. You just know more. So, yeah, the time can shorten up because you know more what you're doing. Of course. But it just came to me as a shock that most women were like, a good 20, 
25 minutes is good. You just be like, where the fuck was that when I was in my goddamn 20s, That's because we was young and naive and didn't know better. We was Giving this bitch Olympic work. We was getting into the game. Hey, easy. Is it really a decade? It's a decade. All right, cool. And, I just didn't, don't say that over microphones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, but the fact that you just proved my point. I you didn't want, agree. I agreed. I didn't prove a point. I, well, you further proved I my point. I made a point, but all right. You further, you're further uh, proved my point. I'm trying to backpack my shit. Well, nah, no, fuck I, that. What I was going to say was like, you got to think about how men think about sex now, too. Like, back in the day, it was just like, suck my dick, lay down, that's it. I don't need shit. Ever. How did that change? What do you mean? Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, it's just, it just approached differently. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Our music didn't even say that shit. Nah, I did. Now it well, says it. It's changed now because now it's just like you suck my dick and this and this and this. There was a there back was, then we there was, was making song, love. There was a song that was chanting "boy boy." Yeah, that was happening. That wasn't an R and B artist. We're not gonna compare. Well, we're not comparing Project Pat to fucking. Nobody genuine. was talking about genres. Yeah, what you talking about? You just chicken head wasn't talking about just suck my dick. It was saying you're a chicken head. Everybody took it. Nah, I was getting some head. It was. That, you know what just, I'm that was a little more straightforward. And that was even a woman, so. <laughs> I think I think this generation of men is a little more open. I don't think any man wants to chant that women. either. Like, I do think that. What'd you say? I'm, 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 I'm pondering. He said that he feels like this generation is a little bit more open sexually. Like, to, to give is that a, is like, that a surprise? To, to please their women. Uh, I don't know. I don't no, know about that, bro. I don't know about that. I think dog. people are more open Bro, to that conversation. I think they're or I think they're more open to different no, no, no. sexual kinks. I grew up in a time where men, it was weird for men to eat pussy. All right, that's fair. That yeah, that that you was a thing. But even Bro, that was even that was like high school niggas was like, I ain't eating pussy. But, but they were. But it was wrong. But we were. Oh no, when they got a taste of it, we were only uh, yeah, uh, listen. <laughs> hey, that's because they had never got Hold a taste on. of it. Let's, let's let's be completely honest. In high school. Every nigga in the locker room was saying, I don't eat no pussy. Number one, it's because you weren't getting any pussy. Number two, we were. Because a lot of times that's how we got the pussy is we had to eat. You know what I'm saying? I lost my virginity to an older chick. And number three, it was always somebody. No, I disagree because I think that you're right. Nemo, I think Nemo has a point where that wasn't necessarily a thing. For us coming up. I think people, we're more vocal about it. It's not that we're open. It's just we're more honest. No, but back then, I think people were just... Now we're saying, I eat booty and on microphones. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's the point where now it's it's open when it comes to that kind of shit. You know? Vocally. Yeah. Vocally. Niggas and, was eating and, booty in the 90s, too. No, we just weren't telling people. Now they're now they trying to do it. <laughs> They trying to do that before anything. We was trying to do that shit too back then. They just didn't tell no, anybody. Then, yeah, but still back then, if you were having conversation or for the sake of conversation, you were just as long as you could get in the walls, you was accomplished. It was niggas. That I was the that thing. Was, they stood on that shit like if a woman tried to get them to eat pussy, they would leave. I don't know anybody Some like cats, the only person I only people that I'm I know. Not about hold, I, I was about to I'm say talking, it was only about, my Jamaican homeboys that I'm was doing that about shit. Niggas that aren't like me. Don't think for themselves. With me, when the first time I even got to lay down, at what age? At what age? What you mean? Like that I was hearing this shit? Yeah. Between sixteen and eighteen. That's what I'm saying. You can't. That don't count, bro. Why? Let's go. Cause so we was it, all lying. No, 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 no. But this is me, sixteen through eighteen, listening to all. Yeah, men. but we was all uh, grown ass men too. I'm talking about thirties and ups. I heard grown ass men say that shit. But then again, we were. Pussy and shit out. 
Okay, but I'm speaking. <laughs> hold on, I'm speaking from. We just said I, I'm a decade. I got a decade media. on you. This is before social media. I got a decade on you. Well, you was eating pussy. So when I was 16, it was 98. Goblin. You know what I'm saying? Y'all were different. Y'all were 16 at a different time. Yo, nigga. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call Kyle the Relax. Gobbler. Relax. Relax. Yo, hey, name of the pod. This <laughs> nigga just brown gobbler dream. <laughs> Yo, that's. I was never in my life gobbling anything. Yo, that's wild, bro. You're flagrant. Right, bro, first of all, you need to work on your language. If you want to say munching, that's fine. Don't say gobble. The brown it's a munch. gobbler. It's not a gobble. Add that to the nickname list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I never ran into the chick with that huge clip. Whoa. Whoa. That you just be like, nah, that's basically a dick. I can't do that. <laughs> Yo. I yeah, I haven't. No. I never ran I've into that. It, that's a gobble. Hospital, but like, I'm never, I, I don't know what I'm That's doing. crazy. Like, baby, I can't do that with this. Uh, I can't do that with this. I can't. That's bigger than my finger, so. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> Feel like you're gonna finger. Hey, you I'm, I'm concerned. Are you Sierra? What is like, this? good gracious. Leave Sierra alone. <laughs> that ain't proven. That, 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 that shit never happened. That was foul, bro. I don't even know who started that rumor. I don't know. Some, uh, probably Future did when he got mad. She shouldn't have never got. <laughs> she shouldn't have never got that kind Future of attention. Got mad and said, "Fuck it." This was before Future's time. Future was yeah, no, nah, this was this was way before. She shouldn't have never got that attention. And when I say she shouldn't have got that, when that rumor started. Nah, was that that was Bow Wow? Nah, it was no, I thought Future had just taken. Oh, you said who was she no, with? She and nah. Oh, was it Fifty? Nah, that was. It. Oh, maybe maybe Fifty put the rumor out. Because it was Bow Wow. No. He said, not, "It's not above. It's not below him." Fifty He's, is a bully. He could have done. It's not below him. Yeah, oh, you know that's another topic we got to talk. Because I fucking I love Fifty, but you know there's a time where I just it's old. I know, but okay, then the behavior, the behavior is like, all right, I get it after a while. What, I'm just doing? What's I don't that? like petty shit. You? Is it is it me? What did he do? Hey. He just goes over. I don't like petty shit. I, I just don't. He, he I dude, we knew him as the hip hop bully. Do you not bully. follow him on Yo, he's the hip hop bully and the king of petty. It's different. You want him to stop now? He's not gonna as stop. As you get older, yeah. No. Bro, he's still come on, man. Maybe in 10, 15 years, you'll see a change. Everybody can change. Everybody can change. Yeah, don't do that. He's not there yet. He just don't want to. No, he's not there yet. He's older than you. Bro, he's older For than sure. you, but he looked better than you. What the fuck is that? Never. Get out of here. Get out of here. And what the fuck? Where did that come from? What do you mean by that? He just looked better who than you. Who doesn't look better than me? Let's discuss who, what men you think look better than me and who don't. Damn, that list got to be crazy. You Sorry. see the road that he's going down? I'm trying to. Did you're, you not see the sign on that road? Don't go down that road. You're the brown gobbler, yo. Ooh, yeah. That guy doesn't get much uh, status. Whatever. Munch. <laughs> I'm a munch. I got some ideas for the AI picture I'm going to make for you. You don't even want to get us started, Booker. <laughs> I've been giving you nothing. Yeah. I've been giving you nothing but D game. Oh, whoa, fucking whoa, pause. Yeah, whoa. Pause. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, let's upgrade to You can't even say C game. Jesus Christ. Yo, we need to get out of here. This is crazy, this is, bro. This is went to another place. What crazy. the hell is even that? <laughs> That's good. I like that shit. <laughs> Yo, man. Uh but I ain't reached into the bag, man. You don't need to be reaching anything at this point with the type of shit you've been saying. Pause it, Billy. Been giving you D game all day. I'm a munch, dog. Oh, golly. That gobbler shit is crazy.
Man, let's get let's just fucking get to crushes, man. I don't even want to talk about what's going on I... in New York and these aliens in fucking Miami. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, were you, oh, wait, what is that? What is the alien in Miami thing? What is that? That's that. What? No, that that shit was fake as hell. I think it was. Fake. Oh, man, I don't they was talking about ten foot aliens was roaming in the mall oh, no, 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 on New Year's. First of all, was the mall even look, open? Look, this is the only thing I will say that is apparent that did happen that's weird. They shut down the airport in Miami. That is a fact. Shut the airport down. Called when you talking about when all the cops was uh, all yes, the cop every the whole police department was downtown. But they said it was for kids playing with sticks. They said kids were fighting with sticks. That yeah, not, you know what I'm saying. That doesn't add up. Yeah, and unless they, they were black kids. They weren't. How do you? you because my thing was like you shut down the mall. Normally, y'all just shoot them niggas. <laughs> you usually just but shoot no, kids I mean, with sticks. Black kids up, with sticks. It's like they literally shut down the airport and said we need all hands on deck. They had several blocks locked down. No, I mean I saw the video. That's not. That's but that not and uh, how come nobody talked about when it happened like a week later in Austin? Dog, I'm not I impressed, know, bro. A couple people did on TikTok, but like nothing. No, but I'm saying like, dear aliens no, that are listening to our podcast, you know what? They, I'm not impressed, nigga. Hey, you know why they make news? Because they thought that they were. They thought the police was coming for black kids over there in Miami. And then there's no, there's not enough black kids in Austin, so it didn't make news. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, there's the of black kids in Austin. Dear aliens that are listening to the Cheap Suits podcast, <laughs> I'm not impressed with you niggas, bro. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Hey, they're probably like, we're not even there. Y'all are playing the worst game of hide and seek I've ever seen, and we ain't even seeking y'all. We don't care, bro. If you ain't doing nothing, if you ain't helping out, man, go to Pluto. It's not planet anymore. It's nothing there. That's what the experts like you say. Live on, like you live on Pluto. That's what the experts say. We've probably never even been to space, yo. We've never been to Pluto. We've never been to space, probably. How could we land on Pluto? Not Same way we landed on Mars. You got to work through that shit, dog. You yeah. got to work through it. That's going to be our theme. You have me nervous. For 2024. Yeah. Is we got to work through some I'll shit. I'll make that my theme when you fix that thumb. Yo, that was an unnecessary shot that I I set you up for that shit. Nah, cause that shit was over there touching your wrist already. That Come shit on, was man. fucking. That's crazy. Yo. Hey, but this worked when I was a kid though. <laughs> yo, you was... this actually right here. Look at this. That was the stink joint. You see this? See, he had that. He had that thumb in the stink. No, that's on Clint. Bro. Hey, you know what? Old girl probably sat back. Look at inexperience. Look at inexperience. That's Clint action. Hey, man. Either way. Hey, see, this is why my. Either way, roll, 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 roll your ball. Hey. So you got to hit there. You see the extendo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But this is this is the point. That's a different work right there, bro. Yeah, that probably does a little, they, they designed, that probably does a little they work. They designed dildos after my fingers, bro. You don't need the rose. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Hey, this is the original rose. You don't need rose. the rose. Meet the fetus flat trap. <laughs> bro, yo, you have a sickness. Oh, you boy. Do. Hey, you do have a sickness. Come on, man. This is Toxic Sensei this at his is finest. At his finest, bro. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. Yo, let's get to the questions, man, as we get the fuck out of here. Hey, man, you're going to be mad at me, but... What are you saying? I don't know if you saw her get her honorary Oscar. Oh, uh, Angela? Oh. Fuck an honorary. Like, she needed an Oscar. She needed about seven, but you already know. What the fuck? But, God. She definitely deserves how is this woman 63 years old? The Bassett? Did you see that side, Shoot, that oh, side view? Good oh, my gracious. God. That side view was wild. But just her, when she was getting that, that honorary and on the carpet and stuff, she was posing and shit like that. It'd be like, good gracious, this woman. The most decorated. She is. We've got to get like little jerseys and hang them up. 
She is Hall of Fame. Little jerseys? Little jerseys to hang them up in here. We can hang, we can retire Angela Bassett's jersey. <laughs> she is the most decorated crush of the week. No, crush crush of uh CSP, period. Period. Yeah. She she's she's been the ultimate repeat crush also, and everybody's okay with she's it. She's Will Chamberlain, she's Michael Jordan, she's Bill Russell. LeBron James. LeBron James. You got a little exotic, exotic this nigga. I got to go with Angela again, bro. Angela Bassett, shout out to Angela, man. Angela. She is super fire. She's fire. Who? I am DDB. She's on tour right now. I am DDB. I'm going to have to check her out. I ain't never heard of her. I thought you said I am BDB. I was like, nigga, that's Pam. So stupid, man. I I'm gonna go with a uh, former college hooper, the Memphis Grizzly journalist and uh, interviewer. Lisa Lessons? No. No. No, not her. What are you saying? <laughs> no, nah, this is the one that I think y'all seen her. She was kind of making little little rounds around the net because uh, when she was interviewing uh, John Morant. You've given was, you've given no he, names at this point. And he was like. No, I'm saying this is why she was like circling because mm-hmm. he was like definitely not maintaining any kind of eye focus on her at all. And can we, get a, off can we get a name? Give me something. She go by KJ Wright, Kel Wright. Let me see. She's a beautiful woman. Damn. Yeah, I know. God, I couldn't either. Go ahead. Scroll down. Take a look. <laughs> she is fucking fire. She is gorgeous. And she's not. I don't know. It don't matter, but we got Angela Bassett up there. We don't care about age. <laughs> no, we don't, because Angela's killing all of funny. them. Angela's killing all Nah, she's fire. No, she is fire. I like her. Beautiful you, woman. You and get up there and sound like a foreign player. So tell me about that. I, I put the ball in the hole. I passed the ball to Timmy. <laughs> I I put it I put it in. Yeah, you just sound like a dumb. Ball I never went to class. Ball in who? I, pu- I put the ball in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, did you ever know? I always thought it was funny, and I think we've talked about this before. But like, it's it's so funny that a lot of athletes are not good speakers. They're not good. What you do could, mean it's funny? It just makes it. It makes sense. No, but I'm saying like, because you could obviously tell like they weren't going to class when you're when you're one on one with like a like a lady friend or some shit like that. I believe when they say the the conversations are very very small and minimal. <laughs> if you look at their life, why do they have to? What do I have to learn to speak for? Everything's fair, given but to also, There are some good speakers. All pussy's coming business. to me. Business. All business is coming to me. I got agents for that. That's what I'm saying. LeBron's a good speaker. I don't have a... But your agents are good agents. No. Are school you. What I'm saying is it can be done. Yes. LeBron, it could be done. LeBron's sure. a very good speaker. There was a lot of... Like David West that played for us and, and the Pacers. Man, that dude was smart as fuck. Yeah, there's people who can speak. I feel like whatchamacallit is a villain who eats breakfast first with the weird laugh. Who that? With the weird laugh. Oh, yeah. Kawhi Leonard? I think he's a villain. Why do you think he's a villain? Because of that laugh. Yo, it's disturbing. He's an awkward guy. It it is disturbing. I try try not to. It just sounded like he hadn't laughed a lot. I forgot. I'm a fun guy. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. That that laugh, man. (laughs) Yo, there was one time he was talking, and he just gave him a... And you're just watching like the dead eyes. And I don't know any, I would have been, dog, I would have been the fucking photographer when he did it. And it was like, <laughs> yo, yo, this is disturbing. Yo, what is that? He's a villain. <laughs> He's a villain. 
And his his face never changes though. <laughs> it's not even that. That's like a, your face. He doesn't never have any I know he has a. I know he has a tragic story. You know he went. He been through some yeah. shit. But goddamn, I've seen other tragic stories too. Yeah, and and those personnel didn't have a laugh like that. <laughs> that was that nigga. Didn't, you was born with that shit. He's he's economic with that. He with just that signed. Life. He just resigned, right? Another five year deal or some shit. He's staying. I he's guess. staying a Clipper. I guess. Yeah. You know, I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention. To Anyways, kids. any last words before we close out? Shout out to the Brown Goblin. Shout out to the Brown Goblin. Y'all feel like y'all got something. I definitely got. You got something. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about Sorry. you. You fucking Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, change your IG name, man. Everybody. Uh, Everybody has it. I mean, it's it's not a far fetch. I got Gooch God. It's it's good to be back in the so. house with y'all. I miss y'all. Yeah, man. Can you dig it? It's good to have Booker Suckers. T back, man. I actually fuck with Booker T though. Everybody fucks with Booker T. All the best except wrestlers come from Texas. Get out of here. Hogan because he called him a nigga. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Anybody like Hulk Hogan? I'm not a fan. Listen, listen. We don't like Hulk Hogan now, but you can't you can't deny. No, I wasn't it. even a fan before. You're crazy. I like Hulk Hogan. Fucking crazy, nigga. Why? You're crazy. Why? Hulk Hogan, man, look. Wait, but then again, my time entering, exactly. yeah. entering in, I didn't exactly. He's a Ric Flair fan, which makes no sense. How can you hate on Hulk Hogan and love Ric Flair at the I, same time? Why can I not like Ric Flair? Are you only, li- are you only liking Ric Flair that, because that of... That doesn't matter. But you said your time. I'm like, Ric Flair came out before... Ric Flair was so? like the 60s <laughs> and the 70s. Him and Dusty. He just likes the, I'm having a hard time putting these alligators down and I'm the... <laughs> he just likes that shit. It's fly people shit. Dusty was better. Elite shit. I said both of them though. Dusty was better. I said Dusty. The American and... Dream, dog. Yeah, but I said Dusty and Ric Flair. So what you saying? Not bad. It's not Come bad. On, man. He don't want to say that you can't not like Hulk Hogan. I don't give a fuck about Hulk Hogan. A lot of people call us niggers. Every, bro. every time I saw Hulk Hogan, still watching Seinfeld. He called his daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> no, but no, but <laughs> but every time I saw Hulk Hogan, I just thought he was corny and too slow. I always thought that. He's the Hulk. I was never a fan. You didn't like that? He's the Hulk. And I didn't like this stupid ear shit. Dog, all of these nigg- all these cats got bags because Hulk had the bag. I tear the shirt. I point. I shake. Yeah. I do the ear. What does that I mean? tell him eat your vitamins and say your prayers. Well, He's I don't the like Hulk what, I don't like man. when he does it. That's all right. They got everybody got their formula from that guy. I don't care. Everybody got their formula. So the guys you like got their formula because that guy, and he carried it. He's the one who made it all that, so that's big. That's completely it irrelevant to me. It all unites under one person. There is no nothing without Hulk Hogan. He didn't smell what The Rock was cooking. He didn't. The Rock smelled what he was cooking and used it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Ate it for breakfast. All of his call signs, all his special moves. He don't do the same hold shit. Hold on, hold on. The leg, I mean, the people's elbow is nothing but the leg drop. The Hulkamania leg drop, bro. Stop, Stop playing. Stop. My nigga, hold on. It doesn't matter. Stop. The crowd goes crazy. He didn't invent I the moves. I go from side to side, and then I drop something, and then it's over. So what? A it's lot of moves got thing. dropped. So what? He got it from him. He's from a wrestling family. Hulk was the man. So All right, I'm man. Good. I'm good on my pick. Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, and Goldberg. Sure. I'm a, I'm a Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold guy, they you know. Huh? They didn't yeah, they did. What? Everybody got that. Everybody Wh- got their why? thing Why? Why? Why do you think that? Like he's the Things came from there was one still person, people and then everybody. Him. What's Ric Flair's special move? Throwing dollars at me. Figure four? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. 
That's one of his submissions. That's his main one. That's, that's a submission. That's, what he's that's not a signature move. Your signature move can be a submission yes, move. You know what his signature move is? A signature move. If you, can, you that's your special time. move. You know what his signature move is? Fight. Hold on, and I know the I know the audience can't hear. Oh God! Fuck y'all. <laughs> Currently, Kai is standing up and doing the worst impression. Oh, he's doing the worst impression. Move. That's not. That's a. That's no. That's not what that, that is. That's not what they call that, man. Go even the video game doesn't call it that. And I'm talking about the video games from like the 90s too. The they had to settle joints. down on. They don't. They don't he call did, it he that. doesn't have a signature move. It is the figure four lock. He wow, is okay. the god of figure four. So Bret Hart's signature move was what? His was better. But it was a fucking submission. That's his signature move. Ric Flair doesn't have a signature yes, move. Yes, it is. It's the Bret figure Hart four. It's the figure the signature four. Move. It's the figure four. Whatever, nigga. Stop it. Get out of here, You need bro. to cut it out. Get out of here, bro. We have to have a wrestling talk yeah, we do. on the next episode. You know, I just ran into a homie from uh, another podcast, and I didn't know they started a wrestling podcast. I'm going to be like, yo, bring us on there, because I got to fight out. with Kai yes. on your show. <laughs> and they... they uh, hold on. Time out. Time out. Sure. It wasn't the figure four, Bret Hart. That's the sharpshooter. But that's, no, no, no. no, figure but four was Ric Flair. The, fig, uh, the sharpshooter is still a submission. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. was that was his special move. Yeah. Not not Ric Flair. It's not the sharpshooter. Nobody, sharp is nobody not, said that. No, I'm talking about Bret Hart. The figure four. Yeah, his is a sharpshooter. Ric Flair is the figure four. They're not the same move. I know that. Yeah, that's all we said. Fucking, uh, that's what King I said. Shamrock's, no, you just King said Shamrock's that we said that Ric Flair had the sharpshooter. He. It wasn't his signature Bro, this is recorded. <laughs> All I gotta do is rewind. <laughs> you need to stop it. You the cameras off. Jeez. Oh shit. But all right. All right. We are Another we neutral? Day. We're not neutral. I'm, we're Hulk right. is Hulk is Hulk, bro. Hulk was the guy. He stole his name from the real. He's Hulk. the he's the Big Bang. Dude, cut it out. He was. He's dude. the Big Bang. Why are you on his dick? Wrestling existed in segmented different territories. Why are you on his dick, Hulk? United all of that shit and made it huge and mega. All that WrestleMania, that's Hulk. Everything United on the Hulk, he's the Big Bang. Did the name WrestleMania come first or Hulkmania? I don't even know about that one. That one got the I think Hulkamania came yeah, first. Hulkamania has been a thing since the fucking 30s with his old ass. From the 30s? Let me tell down. you something. <laughs> Everything comes to play because one blonde old guy takes the 800 pound guy and slams him. From that point Pretty on, sure he's like every everybody comes. He's probably like five hundred pounds. Andre Andre was not. Pounds. He was yeah. He's about five hundred pounds. But that's the point. That dude was tall as fuck. I can't pick up five hundred pounds. He picked up five hundred pounds and slammed. And from that point on, it's going to be amphitheaters you're, you're, for the next thirty something years. You're 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 not. He's the Big Bang. I'm not saying that he hasn't done anything. I just don't like him. I'm not a fan. Okay. All, when I say well, why you gotta why you gotta I, confuse no, the issue, I just say that. Him, it's not confusing. You him by saying Ric Flair doesn't have a signature. No, because no. But even that's before the, I said that, that he was like thing. Hulk Hogan is nothing. I'm like dog, just say never, you don't like never the said that. You you everything you say, I never said. We're gonna run a <laughs> that is crazy. You have a problem. I is think, this recorded? Yes, I never said he's so nothing. No, you didn't say he was nothing. Never said that. What'd you say? I just said I'm not a fan. I said I'm not a fan. You said more than that. Or else, I wouldn't or else I wouldn't have you're to defend him. been doing all the talking. No, if you would have said, you're just not a fan. That's the very first thing I said. You said uh, more And then than you that. said, what? You, you did what? a little bit too much. You did a little bit too much, and I felt like I had to come to defense. And I this nigga would call me a nigga to my said, face. I'm not a fan. Kai, you built like D-Lo Brown. 
You're built like D'Lo Brown. That's so crazy. fuck are you talking about? The fact that you're built like D'Lo Brown. He's talking about today. You know, you know who you're built like? You know who you're built like? The hurricane. Oh, That's foul. Oh. Don't play with me. That's nigga. foul. Don't play with me. The hurricane's like your height. That's fine. He's collateral. Why you do that? Yeah, that's he crazy. came back. He wanted to add on to that. You better shut your Xbox Xbox ass up around yeah. here. <laughs> Scotty, too hot. Get the fuck out of here. I can't do the worm though. Okay, that's not that's not fair. All right, I'm gonna find out wrestler who I resemble okay. more. Yeah. You're there. You're with the Hurricane and X Pac. Yeah, the year Mark Henry. That's what they use. No, no. Damn, I wouldn't say that. Nah, you're not even doing. What's my man with the chicken wing? The white guy. The crazy motherfucker that will put you in the goddamn chicken wing. You don't remember oh, that shit? Oh, the sergeant? He wasn't the sergeant. No, he was... Almost say you, I thought you, he was talking about Sergeant Slaughter. We'll, we'll look it up, but he was like this crazy, like, older white guy that would put you in a fucking chicken wing, and it was like the <laughs> scariest thing in the world. That's how he's built. Wow. <laughs> he had a real big build-up. Yeah, he had a big build-up. It was scary. Like, he would come out, and you'd be like, it's the crazy old white guy. Hey. Viscera. Wow. Oh wow. Wow. Like that now we're drawing lines of friendship here. You didn't like that one? That's the same skin tone almost. When he's not oiled up. But now, now Easy. What do you mean when he's not oiled up? Which one used to always be oiled oh, up? Oh, okay. All right. But now, now that he's changing his life, Mr. Venom Booker T right here. Yeah, man. He's gonna start oiling himself up when he does his topless pictures. You now. should do that. You should have done that. Yeah, why By didn't the way, you oil yourself don't up? make us suffer through it. Don't be ashy in a pic. If we got to look at it, you better be fucking oiled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I got to look, you better be just, giving me the. Hey, uh, he needs to get that. Like, the you better what, lather. He needs to like. You got to shave all this. Yeah, and oil it up. Yeah, don't don't. Not even hairy. What you talking about? Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on, bro. I'm I'm pretty hairless. Why do you know that? Hey, and number two, come on. Yeah, I'm pretty hairless. Come on. You got on here. Except like, you look like an 80s funk singer on a fucking music video for no reason. We didn't deserve that. Dennis Edwards. <laughs> hey, he's probably one of the background dudes for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he, he, see that. he played the congas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, episode 302, man. Kai Phoenix, Star DeMarquito, Nemo, the Booker. We was in the building. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Make sure y'all check us out. Rate us and review everything, all that good stuff. Uh, share, like, review. Uh, if you hate Kai, let us know why. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. Make it make sense. Yo, we out here, man. Hey, the Brown Goblin is in BG. the building. Yo, we out of here. <laughs> Yo, we say BG. Ch -ch -ch -ch